the hot tap, it like it just kind of turns everything. It's like lukewarm. You have to run it for like eight minutes, and then eventually it's kind of lukewarm water. Oh no! <laughs> can you hear me? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I can work. hear you. The hot tap doesn't what work. The... Uh... And he does. It's like a warm tap. Uh, hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to Monday Night Show. Probably, maybe, one of the biggest shows of the year. Uh, looking through the new Age of Sigma 3 box set and doing a Kragnos book review. And I'm joined by Mr. Nathan. Don't talk to me, I'm in a hot tub, Prescott. Yes, good afternoon, sir. How are you doing? Oh, I'm great. How? You know I need to tweet and tell everyone we're live. You carry on. I'm great. Talk, what? <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> I'm all right. I've, I I got my my knees burnt yesterday in the sunlight. Fucking sunlight is shining out the sky that? these days, which is great. Uh, didn't I just had shorts on and I sat outside drinking beverages and playing games uh, like board games and things. Uh, yeah, just got my knees burnt. Crazy. Played this thing called Rap Rapido. Where you have to sculpt things out of plasticine really fast. It's a great game. I highly <laughs> recommend it. I've never played that. <laughs> How, thank you to Jacob Berry for donating five gift subscriptions in the chat. Uh, Lord Limpet for subscribing and everyone for joining us live. General Beef, thanks for subscribing. I'm going to get to all of you in a minute. I'm just very interested in... Nathan, I know we've got a lot of really important stuff to talk about with Age Sigma 3 and everything else. But wait, yeah. you sculpt something with plasticine cartoon yeah, yeah. subscribe it yeah 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 like really and it and the plasticine is like really soft and malleable it's like you touch it it's really nice silky it's it's like yeah, tofu lush it's like i don't know no i don't think i've ever needed tofu but yeah the plasticine plasticine no 10 out of tofu. 10 no one needs tofu i don't think i think like it's nice to have as a snack but you don't need it to survive no. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to think how many times I've touched tofu. I've probably only touched it once or twice. Probably not even with my body parts. Just for the thing as I was pushing it away. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you so much. I'm going to leave you. Hanging on so many fucking points today. It's just you Good. and me. So it's just me and Nathan in the house. Uh, Dan is away right now. I think he's forging a sword so he can become the Highlander. I think that's the current story. Uh, Nathan Press, not Nathan Press, got, uh, and James is currently still chasing uh, 15 Hurricane Wind Chargers down. I used that joke earlier, but it's still hilarious. Livid. He was fucking livid. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that more. In a moment, uh, there's also been some more gift subscriptions. Uh, no, more subscriptions. Cartor TV, Muzo- Maurizio Agila Balalzo. Thank you for subscribing. JBM, uh, Nathan, is Maurizio Agila related to you or the, the fam somehow? It's Italian, isn't it? Maurizio Agila yep. Yeah, I think he's probably the uncle of some of my children. <laughs> Where's his name? I can't see it because I don't know what you've just said, so uh, I can't see it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> thank you, JBM, for subscribing. And Azraik, thanks for the £15 donation from Bobbin. That's uh, incredibly kind. You should do that. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bobbin. Uh, tall fella, six foot eight. Apparently, he's going to meet us one day. Nathan, I'm excited. Thanks to Speckles. Uh, for Who's that? Terizia? Huh? 
Oh, Tarizio. No, no Tarizio is not. Six for eight. Is a... <laughs> Who's six for eight then? I'm not. He is. Tarizio. Not fucking Tarizio. There's no Tarizio, man. <laughs> fucking livid. I'm going to tweet about you in a minute and then block. I'm going to block you on Twitter. <laughs> fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I only use Twitter to watch porn anyway, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Welcome to the Honest Wargamer. Thanks to everyone for listening to the podcast, and thanks to everyone for watching on YouTube. If you don't like what we do, fuck off into the sea. <laughs> right, um, uh, so you played some... We're doing the news and the Kragnos review. Did yeah. you... Uh, did you play some Warhammer this weekend? Is that what I, I heard? Thanks, kids with SIDS, for subscribing. Good I luck. did indeed. I had had a great day out in James's garden. He set up some tents. It was like Arabian nights. We were all under canvas and having a great time. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, I took my gits and I played against Miles. You know, Miles. I normally play Skaven, but he was playing Corn this time. Then okay. I played that Owen Jackson fella. He's he was playing as dead. This is wait, wait, wait! Fucking cycle back. There is no way. You guys, some of you are new, and you've been listening to me make or trying really hard to make content over the past year and the the the, the whatever. And then James has been here and Dan, but I'm not getting out of this. There's no way you're cycling through a tournament review in under five minutes. Forty-five to one hour fifteen <laughs> is how long I want this review. So you went to a tent, yeah, James? Yes. A tent city. Is this got anything to he do with did. his new job? I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's practicing for uh, it's all this post Brexit stuff. So he's practicing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's so, a really deep cut joke on James's current work. Hilarious. If you for <laughs> one person, James is at home like. <laughs> uh, uh, and then, uh, <laughs> I need a I need a, a classic honest wargamer tournament review. How were the amenities? Were the tables good? Yeah, the tables were were good they were just it was just uh, two long lines of mdf so if you needed to get to the other side of the table you didn't uh but that was fine because there was somebody that side anyway and you could just tell them what you wanted to happen and then it would happen <laughs> so yeah 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 delegation is the way forward and then uh what else so the, yeah and they but they all had mats and loads of terrain so it was great uh, what else do you want to know? There was a little fridge, so you could keep your drinks cold if you had beers or anything else. What else know. did you keep in there? I don't know. Oh, I've got no idea. Maybe. Did you have beers? Uh, no. <laughs> I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> so you, didn't, you didn't drink for the whole weekend? No. Uh, thank you to Hams fans for donating 5,000 bits to the show. That's an incredibly kind and generous offer. I'm hoping that I'll be able to use that money to bribe Nathan to tell us what he drank over the course of a Warhammer day. Are you going to let all of your international fans down by telling us you drank water? No, I didn't drink that. No, I had a couple of cups of coffee um, and an iron brew that Tuggy gave me. An iron brew? <laughs> what? Yeah, it was great. I did a, Bumble, a Furious Bumble Goose has got it right. I did nothing but drink almond milk this weekend. I'm incredibly thirsty. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So how was the terrain? How was the terrain? That's the big question. You know, yeah, the terrain. terrain was good. There was loads of terrain. There were like, and 
Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Like, the boards were fairly themed. When I played against Owen, there's loads of pyramids. So it was quite good playing against skeletons with pyramids around. That was fun. And he then me. he messaged me uh, and said, I'm playing against Nathan Prescott. I'm going to make him fucking cry and kill all of his grots. His words. Uh, like, so I'd like yeah, to yeah. report on that. That sounds rough. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he killed all my grots. I didn't cry, though. I mean, they're only grots, so it's fine. It's good. The, um, yeah, the terrain was good. The toilet was nice. It looks Hello. like he's probably had it done fairly recently. Uh, yeah, a towel. There was a towel there. Yeah, it's good. I don't know good, if that's a hand good dryer. enough to dry your hands. Well, it makes your hand drier than it was when it was wet. So yeah, it's a hand dryer. It's technically, I don't know if I could hang a. Mm. I don't know how to feel about a towel in a in a public toilet though. Oh no, no. Mm, probably not. Um. Then what else was there? I think that's about it. Oh, he, um, we had pizzas for lunch as well. Pizzas? Where from? Like Domino's or like he made them himself? Did he have a uh, stone bake oven? No, he didn't have a stone bake oven. I don't know where they came from. Out of cardboard boxes. So, yeah. That's Out all. <laughs> Those big flat ones. This is really just to get rid of all the people that don't like us in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> this is what this entire section is designed for. So they okay. never listen through to the content. This is the whole point. Um, so tell me about the list that you took to the event. Right. So I took uh, One-Eyed Granik, the mercenary. Is he a Kraken eater? No, he's a war stomper. Okay. The worst he's the, one. No, the best one of the lot. And I I've, I've found out some nice tech with him. So anyway, so I took the one-eyed Granuk, and then I took two-eyed Granuk, who's a loon boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just a, a plain old loon boss. He was the general, so I made him dead shouty, and I gave him the loon stone talisman. So he had a five-up protection against mortal wounds, which I didn't have to roll at any point in the whole game. Uh, on the whole day. <laughs> I never used the fire up ward save. So there we go. I don't think he took a wound the whole day as well. That was good. What, two-eyed Grenick or one-eyed Where, Grenick? Yeah, two-eyed two eye Grenick. So it just goes to show if you've got two eyes, can't touch me. Oh, one-eyed Grenick, you get fucked up loads of times. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys. Just because he's only got one eye, they were laying into him left, right, and centre. What a bunch of bullies! <laughs> what a bunch of ableist have... wankers! Did you have a word with them? Yeah. Ah, oh, I just thought about that. Now I'm going to go back there, give them a bit of what's ho. Are they not still there? Are they? Do you think that they're still there? <laughs> there might be. I'm not sure. Some of them look like they would be that sort that would lurk and hang around. They probably are. So. They... Yeah. Hold on, Nate. Something's happened in the chat. Some Norwegian dude has gifted, gifted five uh, gift subscriptions. Nice. Cheers. Do you want to know? So, who the Norwegian dude? Yeah. Go on then. What's it's his some, name? It's some Norwegian. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he related oh to that that other dude? I've I forgotten his name. Chirizio. Trizio, <laughs> come back. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, I'll okay. T- Tell I'll me what else was in your Chirizio. list. One-eyed Grunnock, 
too and iconic. too iconic. And then there was Bruget, Bogolai, Bruget and Bogolai, Shroomancer, Shroomancer, yeah, yeah, Spiker, Spiker, and the one everybody forgets, Scaremonger. Scaremonger. <laughs> Scaremonger. He's great. He's got a mount. And then, uh, so that's those lads. They were there. Uh, and then there was Sally, who is yeah. an ale guzzler. Dom, who is also an ale guzzler. And Laurel, who is also an ale guzzler. So there were three ale guzzlers. Were they in a unit or individual ale guzzlers? You can't take them in a unit. They're not okay. man crushers. No, they're crushing no men. Yeah. So that's those three uh, folk. And then I had a unit of 40 stabbers. Wow. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, and they had stabbers and some of them had nets and all of that sort of stuff. And then there were <laughs> there was uh, a unit of sneaky snufflers. Yep. Uh, two units, uh, two squig herds with uh, ten squigs and two uh, squig herders in each. And then one squig herd, which was just five squigs and a squig herder. And I think that's about it, really. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. tell us about tell us about your games. Thanks to Ben and Bruce for subscribing. Also, uh, Ted Casablanca. I appreciate all of you. Appreciate all of you for tuning in. Um, about to listen to Nathan's. Oh yeah, yeah. Trog just reminded me. Boing Grot Bounders. I had a unit of five Boing Grot Bounders. And okay, a five. Yeah. Only five. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I could afford. So, um, and that came in at 1990. So it meant I could have got some triumphs, but I forgot all about that. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't get any triumphs. Um, and then, so the first, so we'll go through the games then. So first game, Miles had a murder host. Okay. With two units of six, six, I reckon, maybe more. It looked like more, but I'd probably uh, maybe nine. Anyway, two big units of Skull Crusher, the big juggernaut things with uh, demons on the back, blood letters riding them. Hold on. And... Question in the chat. Question from the chat. Spleen Thief yeah. has said, thanks for thanks for subscribing. Um, Chorizio has asked, is Nathan listing random things or is it a real list? <laughs> it's a list. It's, it's a real live list. Yes. Okay. So Miles' yeah. list. Let's keep us on track. My, yeah, 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 yeah. So you had a murder host with those two units of skull crushers or whatever they're called. Those dudes, uh, three slaughter uh, priests, um, the dude with the banner, Secretor. He had some blood reavers. I don't know how many units, some of them. And what else did he have? Oh, I think he might have had some untamed beasts as well. Great, some... great choice. Yeah. Generally, did you? Yeah. Uh, how did that game go? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, it was a good game. So, um, he, I, uh, I was about seventeen drops, and I think he was two. So he won that. That well, I won that really because I was way outnumbered him there. 
but he decided. I don't even know who took how the first turn went. I can't remember. Anyway, basically, the crux of the matter was he moved up behind a screen, um, and I moved up uh, my behind my screen of ale guzzlers. And then the first turn, uh, I had the chance of a charge, and I did that. No, I had yes, I had a chance of a charge with an ale guzzler. But he rolled a double one, so he fell over and killed the squig herder. Um, so then the next turn, uh, I managed to get a bit closer, and <laughs> I rolled. So this is the ale guzzlers. This is the best, but because then, so I had one attempt at a charge. Uh, also, first turn because I had a fucking mercenary, I couldn't get any command points. So second turn, I managed to. Get myself a command point. Moon didn't come on the board. No moon. No moon that turn. So I only had the one command point. Uh, Rolled for my first Ale Guzzler. Double six. So I was like, oh, I'll have to spend the only command point I've got. Get him to re-roll the charge. Got him. And I think he rolled a seven. So he got in. Then the next Ale Guzzler charge. Rolled a double six as well. Fucking no more command points. So he fell over. (laughs) So basically, Wait, what, what happens when you roll a double? Thanks to the Combat Phase podcast for donating uh, 1,000 bits. That's amazing. Nathan, you carry on with the story. I'll just grab tissues from my eyes. I'll be one second. Please continue. Yeah, sure. So, well, yeah, so basically, the Elgars is the first time three of them tried to charge, they all fell over. So that was a great start to the tournament. Um, but then the giant charged in, the, old, the big fella, one eye Granik. Uh, but obviously everything was behind uh, everything. We were just charging a screen. There were just blood reavers and untamed beasts. So I was doing that old classic, just charging the screen. Uh, and behind the screen was sat all of these fucking juggernauts waiting to counter charge me. Um, they? Well, they were waiting to, but then the Boing Grot Bounders came charging in. They you fucking got, did that. You only had five? Yeah, yeah, that's all you need. Then they just fucking flew right over the top of the screen and landed behind them. The giants just fucked the screen up big time. They were like, yeah, we could kill screens. Old one-eyed granite, just like untamed beasts. Yeah, fucking throwing them around and stomping on them. So, yeah, he's really good at killing. Uh, Oh, there were some doggies. That's what he had. Some hounds, flesh hounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. So one eye granite killed five of them and the untamed beasts basically, and then that left the point group bounders who were free to pile in. So they piled in and just tagged the unit of skull crushers, so they couldn't charge. How many skull so, crushers did he have? <laughs> two units that looked like lots. Oh, oh, probably nine. I don't know. I run. I stopped. I didn't bother counting them. I was just fighting, or like tooth and nail, trying to stay alive. Anyway, that basically meant that he couldn't charge on that side. It meant I was scoring loads of points, having a great time, <laughs> and then he was killing stuff. He he must have made himself 
about a million blood tithe points because he lost all of his flesh hounds and untamed beasts and he killed all of the gobbapalooza eventually. Oh, so no. they're all a, they're a blood tithe each and he killed loads of other things. Like all the ale guzzlers died eventually. So yeah, he had a great time. He summoned some blood letters and I don't know, he did other stuff with the blood, with the blood tithe points. But yeah, the uh, <clears throat> oh that was great actually because th- I'm pretty sure he won the priority for turn two. He charged me with the fucking what are they called? A bloodthirster. He had a bloodthirster as well. I forgot to tell you with hey, a whip. He... Wait, who did he charge? Yeah. Charged uh, a squig herd of five squigs and one <laughs> squig herder. Yeah. And he killed the squig herder and he killed two of the squigs. So the other two squigs put a wound on him, and then the next turn they ran away from him, and they just went and stood in front of the other skull crushers so that they couldn't do anything. Cause they How were many like, skull oh. crushers were in that unit? Uh, I want to say more than seven, but I'm not 100% <laughs> sure. There were loads. All right, good, loads. They were everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but when they saw the two squigs, they were like, no, we can't charge those. We have to go around. So they didn't. And then, but the meanwhile, all the little stabbers ran up and shanked that uh, bloodthirster dude. He was done for. So he was gone really fast. So that was another blood tithe he got. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Just so who won? I, who, who won? Uh, yeah. Are so we I not managed, there yet? Yeah, no, no, I won. The Boingrot Bounders won it. Basically, the fir- with their first little turn charge the, over the top and the just block. blocking them. Yeah, yeah. What was the battle plan? <laughs> Shifting objectives. Got it. I knew I knew it once. Shifting <laughs> objectives. Yeah, because the other unit that decided not to fight the two squigs, they went and sat on the far objective. So I just left them to it, and I controlled the other two with one-eyed Grunach and the Stabbers. And so he couldn't really leave that objective, because I still had squigs that were like, if he left it, then they would just run on there. So the that unit of seven or eight or maybe more or less, I don't know, whatever, there were loads of them, and they were just sat in that little shiny circle having a a fun time doing whatever they do. And that's where the shifting objective was with them. So they were scoring three points, but then I controlled the other two. And I had um, a giant or something. Something something special happens because you get more points. So I think I might have had two giants. Maybe a, a Gargant and a One-Eyed Granic were on the other two. So, yeah. So it was great. Yeah. That's good. So, that's yeah, good. yeah. Started with a win. Um, good start to the day. Uh, thank yeah. you to some Norwegian dude for donating another, another gift subscription in the chat. Uh, people are telling you to carry on, Nate. They're uh, they're loving it. They're excited cool. about this. Uh, the game two, though, after lunch and pizzas. What? Did yeah, you, yeah, yeah, what yeah. Did you so, have? I think we were. I was the last person to finish my game, probably, which is a running theme. And then uh, we played. Uh, so then I played against Owen. And his, Owen Jackson with his yeah. Oceark Bone Reapers. Oceark Bone Reapers. And he played the ones that you, people used to play and they don't play anymore. 
the ones that used to have plus one save, whatever they're called. Mortis Praetorians. Was it them? No, no, no. no. Petrifex. Petrifex. Yeah, 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 those are the ones. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. Mm. Uh, so uh, he had, I think, I already know his list, but I like. Yeah, he had, a, he had a crawler and then loads of dead skeletons. And uh, he had one that did magic. No, there were two that did magic. One with a like a smoke thing, and then I don't know what the other one was. And then he had a dude on a horse. And I think there were he probably had a battalion as well. Yeah, he did. Um, and then yeah, and we were playing the Blade's Edge, so there were loads of objectives. Hate that one. And so he. Uh, he obviously outdropped me. I was about 17 drops, and I think he was maybe two. And then, so he took first turn, ran everything as far forward as he could onto the, as many of the objectives as he could get onto. But he's, they're pretty slow, so he only got six, six of the objectives. Maybe, maybe not even that many. How many are there? Are there only six objectives? There in are that? six objectives in that one. Yeah. Wait, wait, just just some clarity. You have a seventeen drop list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, or maybe it was sixteen. I don't know. It was lots. And then, so no, he he didn't get six. He only got four of the objectives then. Uh but oh, he had two harvesters as well. Those things are fuckers. But, uh, yeah. And then uh, he shot off half of my unit with his thing. He, I think he killed 27 out of the 40 uh, Grot's first turn with his special bomb from his mm -hmm. catapult. So um, that meant they were probably not going to do much in the game. Uh, then the old one-eyed Granik went into the big blob in the center. Uh, which was a bit of a mistake, really. What Because, um, uh, uh, I mean, he killed loads of them, but then the harvester just kept bringing them back and the, and just putting more and more of them around him. So he was eventually surrounded with them, and they were chopping away, and he was bashing away. But this is the game where I learned some cool things about him. Oh, about Owen or the one-eyed Grunick? About one-eyed Grunick. He's got a thing called hurled body, so he can pick up a dude and throw him at somebody. Uh, and I didn't, I, I learned it, but then I immediately forgot and didn't use it. But <laughs> <laughs> good. He doesn't do it as part of his attacks thing. It's just in the combat phase. So ideally, I mean, so what I was doing was like, oh, I could pick up somebody and break coherency because he had these lines coming in and out. And it's three-inch reach as well, which is good. So anyway, I ended up picking the Hecatos and throwing him out as general. So And then splat into his face. So he took a mortal wound, and the Hecatos was obviously Got not in the tossed. unit anymore. Yeah, yeah. And uh, actually, one of the Isle Guzzlers put another Hecatos in his pants. So that was good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That was great. That was the only game where I managed to get anything in my pants as well. So it was good. Um, the, the, um, but the fact is that obviously then, so I picked him up, threw him away, and then 
he used a harv- then I did all the rest for my attack. So then he just used his harvester to grow another one, build another one, and fucking build another hecatos. Yeah, and just I hope put you it threw that me. one as well. Well, yeah, no. By the time I got around to throwing, I was dead. So, but um, the thing is that I what I could have done was do all of my attacks and then like somebody else activate and then. Uh, because they had already fought and then pick him up and throw him. So then he couldn't grow it back and use it to grow either break coherency and like delete half the unit mm. or uh, get rid of the Hecatos for, you know, more than one turn because, because it just says in the combat phase. So, yeah. So I thought that was a pretty good bit of tech. That and was a then, pretty cool bit of tech. The other bit of tech, which I forgot all about, is that long shanks rule. Because at one point I was like, oh, I just want to retreat to morph. Because I don't want him to fight and make more of these dudes grow back mm. closer to the objective. And then I was measuring, I was like, oh, I can't get him. I can't physically get him far enough away because these grots are in the way. But if if I had thought about it, I could have run the other way. I could have just run over his skellies away because you can step over shit. But I've, I totally forgot all about it. It was only when I was uh, talking to one of the other Mega Gargan players that uh, they reminded me of that. I was like, oh, fuck, it's on the war scroll, isn't it? So, yeah. So I do rate them. I do rate them as a, as a piece now. At first, I just took them because obviously I painted it up and I thought, yeah, it's, uh, it's a cool piece. But I really, I think in a gets list, uh yeah, he's really good. Really, really good. <clears throat> I yeah. mean, I've seen, I've seen. <clears throat> so sorry. Um, I uh, I've seen uh, quite a few gargants play now at the arena over the past weekend. Like we've done thirty six mm-hmm. matches in three days, and my opinion on the uh, gargants are I've still got no idea. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, if uh, if if he had that mightier is rightier rule, then it would be bent as fuck. You really think? On his war scroll, yeah. If you put him with the mightier rightier rule into a like an, another army, that would be like, yeah, that would be uh, too strong, I reckon. So too yeah, it's strong. Is what you I think. think. Yeah, I think it's a good thing that they've put it as an allegiance ability. Having played it, I think. Yeah, I think I would have. Uh, Especially if you can have him in the same army as the Gobbapalooza. would be just too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, it uh, it was good. The Gobbapalooza was great as well in uh, in a lot of the games. Oh, so I'll, I'll run through the last game. So, so last just game... just everyone, just everyone. This is, is that he, we've just recapped game two. There were seven games, right? So buckle up. Yeah. Uh, if you're here for this, you're here for this. So the the, the last game, the seventh game, was against Trog, uh, Stuart Hodges, Trog, Mr. Trog, Trog, Trog Smash. Uh, yeah. So he had obviously Trogs. Uh, he had a, the Mega Mob, which uh, halfway through the halfway through the game, he was like, "Oh yeah, and these guys can all retreat and charge." I was like, "Fuck, that's really good," and it. It was great. Um, so, yeah, he had a mega mob with two units of fell waters and two units of rock guts and a dank hold truck boss and a madcap with the momet. 
and a fungoid with Hannah Gork. So I was playing without Hannah Gork as well. First Why? time I played Gets without Hannah Gork. Well, because I didn't have any wizards to take Hannah Gork. The wizards in the Gobapalooza can't take spells from the law. So they have oh. to use use the spell that's on their scroll. That seems weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Maybe we'll get a new Gobapalooza character who's a law master. That seems to be a new thing now. I don't know if you've been keeping up with that. Oh, I've not been keeping up with that. But I read, uh, I've actually uh, listened to the Gitslayer thing, and he yeah. fights a Gobapalooza, and they nearly get him. It's fucking great. The Gobapalooza in that in that book. Oh, it's good. They take out some Stormcast. They give all these KO a hard time. They fucking having a great time. Yeah. It's, I recommend that book. Anyway, the um, Chog. Uh, yeah, so that was this was a really tight game. We were playing Total Commitment. Mm-hmm. We so all the objectives are proper far away, like right on the edge of the board. They are, uh, uh, and the terrain meant that one of my pieces was was like even further away because there was a big piece of terrain in front of it. Um, so I had a line of squigs. One of the the bigger squig herds was like lined up across that. And then down the edge of the board just to stop stuff teleporting into that back corner. And then I had a few of the gobapalooza dotted around in various places just to stop stop stuff teleporting in. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then Boggleye and the smaller squig herd did a, like a, a real deep, long flanking maneuver right up into the far corner. And then Boggleye was casting Mesmerize on them all the time. And then they were like running around the corner and he was mesmerize mesmerize and then they like running across the back edge uh and that was pretty i was pretty chuffed with that because it meant that boggle and them basically kept one of his big units of rock guts having to hang back so that they just in case these sneaky little fuckers came running around and nicked the back objective so it meant like one of his main fighting units wasn't in the fight a lot of the time um but what uh, does do? Just remind me. Uh, it just means so it's a a twelve inch range, holy within. If you cast it on one of your units, they're immune to battle shock. If you cast it onto an enemy unit, then they are always fights last. Okay, so just just recap: how many were in the squig herd? Uh, five squigs and one squig herder. So the big play here was. Five squigs and a squig herder yes. with a spell a spell on them, making them immune to battle shock for doing a long flank. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. And basically, just that maneuver meant that he had to commit, because he only had blocks, he had to commit one to that. He couldn't leave a wizard on there, because the squigs would eat a wizard. So it meant he didn't have a small block of something that could protect a back unit. Mm-hmm. So it meant that nine, I think there were nine, might have been six, sixes. Yeah, there were sixes, I think. So it meant six rock guts had to go and face six squigs, basically, and Boggleye. It was, it, oh, you you played him on the resource game. On that game. Well, I, yeah, I had loads of drops. And I think I had about 16 or 17 drops, something like that. He had three. Yeah, I think he had three drops because he had two wizards. 
Yeah, and then uh, so that was that over there, that side. The other side, uh, there was a wall that sort of split my army up, but I could climb over the end of it. Uh, so I managed to get two ale guzzlers around there, uh, but that was defended by a unit of six fell waters. Oh, and I had Bruget, he went with them. So Bruget and two ale guzzlers fought the fell waters, but. Uh, it didn't go well for the ale guzzlers. They, they uh, eventually they died. So I think there were two fell waters left, uh, and Bruget was sort of like dancing around, pretending he wasn't there. And then, uh, so uh, then in the centre, that's where the main fight was. Uh, so I was protecting my central one and sort of threatening up the middle as well, mm-hmm. while the squigs were threatening the side. And so one eye Grunach and the Stabbers had to fight his other unit of Fellwaters and the Rock Guts. Uh, eventually managed to kill the Fellwaters down to one and nice. eventually killed all the Rock Guts, but then he managed to roll the four up and bring three back. Uh, which is where... So it was quite good because Stuart, Stuart went for the four up, whereas I had a chance I could have done that with my 40 stabbers but i instead used uh inspiring presence and saved i think i had six left saved them because i wasn't wasn't sure i could get the four up basically what what, what just a quick one like what is it made you think you couldn't roll the four up? <clears throat> uh, well you only get one chance and it's uh well i mean you only get one chance per turn and I hadn't rolled the four up in any of the other games. And so I was like, ah, it's probably safer play for me just to keep the six dudes and just to try and zone them out and then let One-Eyed Granik do the work. And One-Eyed Granik was doing the work. The, the thing is, my army doesn't like minus one to hit being mm. put on it. And the Fellwaters obviously have that as an inbuilt thing. So, yeah. Uh... Oh, uh, and the other thing, yeah, in this game and the game against Owen, the five boy got bounders. I threw them away needless, needlessly, needlessly, needlessly. That's the word. Why? Need- uh, I should have held them right back until like in like towards the end of the game. They just went in. They probably killed one thing or f- a few things and then died immediately. Whereas in both games, if I just held them back. Um, for the end game. So the first game, they were really key in the early game, just as a tagging unit. But then in in those other games, I think they would have been a great end of game unit just to slowly, like come off and finish off a unit unit. or go in. To be fair, you were distracted by the outflank maneuver you were pulling off with Scaremonger. Fucking mesmerize. Yeah. Mm. Scaremonger was great. He's so good in a fight. Is he? What's yeah. his attacks? He's got f- four attacks, I want to say. Four attacks. Hitting on fours, winning on threes, D3 damage, minus one rend. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. And he's got extra save compared to the other lads because he's on a mount. So he's got four wounds and he's got a five up save. So at the beginning of the game, they get plus two to their saves because they pissed up a bit so they they got three up save at the beginning of the game incredible 
incredible. <laughs> so, uh, what was the result of that match? And end of the day. All right. So, uh, yeah. So. Uh, it was getting really tight at the end. Old One Eye Granick was on like seven wounds, I and I, the the Dankol Trogboss was on a couple of wounds. Ended up fighting against three of the Gobberpalooza, and then running away from a Spiker, and uh, was getting tight, like proper tight in the middle. And then he brought back the unit of three, and I. I totally forgot about Hannah Gork. <laughs> <laughs> so I ran forward with everything. The loon boss, the last six stabbers and all of that. The fucking snufflers. And I think I ran into the truck boss and knifed him. But obviously that left my central objective wide open. And then he just said, oh, I'm casting Hannah Gork. I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot about that spell. So... um yeah, so he managed to get it off. So he threw the the three rock guts that he had summoned back into life, threw them back onto my objective behind me. So I mean, he was a point up. But the turn that turn before, I had uh, piled all of these my like remains, mm-hmm. like half of like I think Scaremonger might have been involved, the loon boss, like all of those remains had piled into the trog boss to finish him off. That left my objective open. But then One-Eye Grunach had, with his last seven wounds, had made a dash over that piece of terrain. And he was heading towards the the flank with Bruget. Okay. And they were going to go and take that, uh, have a battle for that, for his side objective. And so it was going to be One-Eye Grunach, Bruget versus the two remaining Fellwaters. But so he won the priority for that last turn. Teleported his dudes over. Then he ran forward with his two fell waters. Uh, vomited all over one eye Granach and then rushed in and fought him a bit. Uh, and took him down to two wounds. So that meant my turn. I didn't manage to kill either of the fell waters. So I was like, ah, my, my turn. I'll just run around the back and Brugit will run up with him. Mm-hmm. And run on to his objective, so it meant we were a draw. <laughs> so I had his objective on the side. He had my objective at the back. Those squeak herder dudes were over there, and he had a big unit of <laughs> six or something rock cuts at the back in the middle. So yeah, it was great. It was a draw. So, and it was just. Because uh, it goes to secondaries now, not dead people. Of course, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, neither of us got our secondaries. This was <laughs> kill, kill the the loon boss on one Agronic, or one of them, if, or both of them. I don't fucking remember. But yeah, he didn't kill either of them, and uh, mine was to kill his whole army. Oh, I didn't fucking have a chance of doing that. So yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Everyone's very excited about the ending there. Caught me by surprise, if I'm honest. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I thought it was going to go somewhere else. Uh, a big, maybe late play by the by the the the, the little crew, but mesmerized squigs. Yeah, no, they they just eyeballing up the fucking massive unit of rock cuts. Okay, so they weren't even really a... integral to the story anyway. Thanks, Hamsfan, for donating a gift subscription. 
No, they were, because otherwise I would have had fucking six extra rockets to deal with, and they would have just waltzed through my army. Good point. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good work. Good work, those funners. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, I don't know how many points there are. Uh, they're probably like 300 points, 280 points. But, yeah, the so, yeah, they were just chilling at the back, fending off squigs. But, yeah, it was super good game, that last one. Like, proper to and fro... Really hard to try and unlock it. And I thought I had when one eye granite dived to the left to go and grab that side objective, but then fucking Hannah Gork did me. And yeah, I mean what can you say? I know that spell, so yeah, just gotta kick yourself. What can you say, I guess? What, yeah, can, but, what can you say about that? Yeah, uh, but like one eye granite was a proper threat. Like really good piece. Um and uh, I think he's actually a serious, a serious contender to go into a, a into a Gits army. Okay, I know you said this. You said this in the WhatsApp earlier. You said, and you think if you had Mighty Makes Righty, like I'll take your word for it. Uh, it sounds. Oh like... yeah, then that would be Ben. Because when I wrote the list, uh, which obviously was a little bit of a of a joke list, like whatever, uh, with all the El Guzzlers and stuff in. And then I looked at it, and it was like 220 wounds or something like that. I was like, where the hell are all the wounds? Because I've only got 40 stabbers and all of these little squid curds and stuff. But yeah, it all just adds up. And he's, yeah, it's just great. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there's a lot of wounds, right? Yeah. So you could, I mean, and the Palooza, they were good. Um, so yeah, I've... I've Wait, are we, I've, we need to fight... In the final game, did One-Eyed Grunick die? No. Oh. No, he just... Survived on like two word, two wounds. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Oh, nice. So you had a great day, is the point. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, it's just so good to play Warhammer. Yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Can't wait. It's going to be a good time for me. I've watched a lot of Warhammer the past two weekends. It's been my, uh, my, because that's, the, we've just finished the how are you doing section of the show. Uh, so buckle the fuck up. <laughs> <It's all> like... <laughs> <laughs> because James and Dan aren't here. When James and Dan are here, like I feel like it's, we've really got to like step it up and get professional. But now it's just me and my friend hanging out talking Warhammer. So I would have listened to that story any fucking day of the week, all day. Uh, or I might have even called him. To, like If I'd not spoken to you today, I'd have called you tomorrow and be like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what happened. Yeah, the gobber please are just good. I mean... the Some of the times, the no-watts rolls are good. So Spiker... With his reroll ones to wounds, that's a solid buff, especially on the stabbers. So, so yeah, he's he's a serious piece that follows them around. And Scaremongers is like a proper little dart that can do some damage. And you can, they're all grots, so they've actually got the grot keyword, which is nice. Uh, so they do get like buffs off the loon boss. If if you're getting desperate, you could do that. Or if you had spore splatters and snufflers, you could you could buff them up, especially like scaremonger. Okay. Uh, Bruget is probably pr- fairly useless because he buffs. He gives you plus one to hit on your loon boss. So unless you've got um, scragrot, then you get plus one to hit on your sniper rifle, which is pretty right. good. That's very good. Yeah, otherwise, I mean, your loom boss is unlikely to be fighting. So, But it, I just use them like I like to use those little 
small units that just go and zone out areas and just get in the way and go and stand behind bloodthirsters and <laughs> pull their pants down and stuff like that. So yeah, it's great. Um, so yeah, he's he's sort of in that that area. Bogolai, the mesmerized spell spell is really good. In fact, the two wizards have got great spells. The rangers suck dick. But so mesmerize twelve inch holy within mm-hmm. twelve inches. Um and always strikes last spell, which is good. But um the I think the mesmerize the immune to battle shock is probably better because you can do it in your hero phase and then like send them on their way to go and do their thing. Uh, and then Shrew Mansa with his minus one to armor save, which I think I only got off a couple of times. It's super short range. It's like eight inches or seven inches or something like that. But if, How do no, you find but, spells that have got like a nine inch range? Well, that's short range as well, isn't it? We're gonna come up. It's just it's gonna come up in the review later. Just thought oh, I'd okay. get your idea yeah. now. Yeah, it's it's really short. I mean, uh, uh, some of the Gits wizards have got weirdly short range. Like the fucking fungoid cave shaman, his range is d six inches. Didn't you I win mean, a tournament with that though? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's proper powerful if you do if you shove it through a spell portal and stand on top of a bailwind. Yeah. yeah. Then, Turn into croak, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Uh, also, we're talking about that today. Should we do this? Do you want to do this? Should yeah. We talk about some things. Uh, I'm glad you had a great day, though. Uh, yeah. Like it sounded really fun, and I'm just happy you were out there with another group of like Trog was there. Just some JJ. Some sounded like some amazing oh, yeah, people yeah. put on by James. So uh, James can't be here to talk about it, but he's wonderful. You're wonderful. Twitch chat is wonderful um, and uh, super fun. Right, okay, Nath. Yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna shock you. But okay. we're gonna go into the news section. Start of the show. News mm. section. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw some pretty pictures. I saw some pretty, pretty pictures. Pretty pictures. Pretty pictures. The uh Warhammer preview online, the unboxing of Dominion. So the Dominion box, for people who are unaware, I don't know why you would be unaware. Is the Age of Sigmar not starter box? Because uh, again, I don't think I need to uh, ruin this for anyone. But really quickly, a box that will sell out the first five minutes of it being out. Uh, so you know what I mean? Like it's like get one or like you'll there'll be some gr- YouTubers will be, ha- be able to make some great content over the fact it's been sold out. Is what they're going to do. So they'll have a great time. Uh, did you watch the video, Nate? Uh, there were loads of videos. I I've seen some of them. Okay, <laughs> okay. The, vi- <laughs> <laughs> the video I'm mainly talking about is the one the the uh the cart not cartoon the CGI one with the stormcast versus. Oh, uh, with the, the stormcast going for a walk. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, I that's the one I didn't see a lot of. Uh, the flashes I saw looked alright. Yeah. There was Wait. like some scenic stuff and stuff, and then lightning bolts, and then uh, an orc came over and ate him. So yeah, it was great. Oh, there was an arrow. Yeah, I've seen most of it. I reckon. Yeah, I liked it. Good story. It's only nice. like two minutes long. How did yeah. you? How do you see parts of it? I was playing a game at the time. Right. Okay. Yeah, I was playing against Trog. He had it on his little phone in the corner. Okay. All right. 
yeah. okay. But and you liked it generally, did you like it? As a yeah, review? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as uh, well, I don't think the story was. Oh, the story was all right. It had a happy ending. Um, the beginning was a bit cuck. There was human <laughs> storm cast. But in general, the plot was all right. And I think the actors performed admirably. Admirably. <laughs> yes, they did. Uh, thanks, guys, Heidi, for donating £10 to the show. Uh, one of our lovely friends over in Israel. I hope he's okay and everyone around him is fine. Uh, big love to you. Um, uh, the, uh, I was, do you want to know what my thoughts were on it? Yeah, yeah. Go on, then. Well, it just, uh, it wasn't, oh, by the way, there's my YouTube How many rotten tomatoes did it get? How many rotten tomatoes did it get? Yeah, because uh, I, I don't hate know. those things. You, you hate rotten tomatoes? Yeah. Because <laughs> you like Ant-Man and it didn't do very well, I think. Um, what? Yeah. Oh, I really hate rotten tomatoes now. <laughs> Fuck those guys. Right. <laughs> the, um, I, I thought, because like, obviously they did one for the 40K, you know, for the space game last year. Did they? Okay. Yeah, I'll they take did, your word uh, for did, it. Did you yeah. watch that one? You'd, you're the Honest War Gamer. You wouldn't lie to me. I didn't watch it, no. Okay, well, uh, unfortunately, that particular one, um, if we just replay this video, there it is. Uh, just, I think it had a higher production quality. I was quite excited about like this first bit. I'll just, I'm playing it on the screen now for everyone. Like They like used a load of like their, their Battle Tome art in this shot, okay. which I thought was good. I'll just get rid cool. of that. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Hot Ones recently. And um, we should do that, by the way. Oh, also, just I know this is a segue uh, really quickly. I'm sorry. to I know people really want us to talk about this stuff. But I just wanted to make a suggestion real quick to you and see what you thought of it and if you would be game for it. To me? Yeah. You, or to me. people no, in you. the chat? No, me. not them. Yeah, yeah. You. Not them. Yeah, okay. Not this them, is just, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you so, suggesting to us? Well, so you know me. how like I think sometimes the points are a bit skew-iffy? I've talked about it a bit, but not really. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sometimes, yeah. sometimes. I've, I've, yeah, yeah. I've We've got me- this. We mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so like, I, like, I, but like, doing a compact would be very stressful, I think, and I wouldn't really want to do it. And I, feel yeah. like I, I feel like I get attacked a lot, which is one of the reasons I don't really want to do it. Even though I think it would be beneficial and helpful for the community, like when Mo did it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, yeah. fair, fair, fair play. I wouldn't want to do it either. Exactly. Yeah. But what if, well, I mean, this is unfortunate. Because my suggestion is, what if we got you quite drunk, Chemex, thanks for subscribing, quite drunk, and then I just read out random, uh, well, I read out all the War Scrolls to you, and you just kind of made the points up, and we called them Prescott points. Would you be down for being in charge of the compact? Well, I mean, I'm up for getting drunk and talking shit. So, yeah, if you write down some of the words I say, uh, that's fine. I don't okay. mind. So just to announce, the Honest Wargamer, after the AOS 3 launch, we'll be making our own compact system based on drunk Nathan Prescott deciding what the points are. Feel free to run tournaments based on it or not. Uh, Anyway, I just thought I'd think of it as me. Can we donate to this directly? (laughs) You can. (laughs) You can. Uh, Right, anyway. So uh, how did I feel about the trailer? I like that they're doing these little trailers, but they clearly didn't spend as much money as they spent on the Indomitus one, uh, which, uh, because the, the, the actual graphics on this are like some nice like 2006 playstation graphics but it was cool seeing like we've got like a bit of a boost which is nice maybe yeah. there was like some like we'll only spend a percentage of what we make in sales or i don't know 350 million uh, last year so uh, but anyway uh, but it was nice seeing it like it was better than nothing so i'm gonna say big bonus uh, yeah. there's also the dominion box which will be a limited edition box uh, they, yep. have, they said as much on the stream so that's something you're gonna have to like 
uh, queue up to get your little fingers on. Uh, would you... oh, I think it's I think it's good that they've said it up front this time as well. So that's I, good. But they more implied it than actually said it. Oh, I thought they said this is lim- uh, while stocks last. So yeah, while stocks. I think they said limited or something. So yeah, um, yeah. Um, are you planning on getting this and or scalping it? Any of those two? Uh, I th- uh, yeah. Reckon I'll probably try and get it. I won't try too hard. So if it's not super easy to get, then then no. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon I'll give it a bash to try and I get think it. I'm going to try I mean, super hard. Yeah. Yeah. Which which ones are you after though? I think both. Like I'll talk both? about it in a minute. But I'm I'm blown away, man. Like if I'm like we'll get to it. Yeah, yeah. I good good good. Let's get to it in a bit. Yeah yeah like but, but we'll yeah keep I the I think. Suspense. Yeah, I just think they're incredible. Like, cool. I think both sides are incredible. I think yeah. the reimagining of Stormcast is 11 out of 10. I'm really pro. And I think the gobbler snot grab, uh, got bits or whatever they're called are just like 11 out of 10. Yeah, like, yeah. And, like, and I'd be tempted in the future to get both box sets. Uh, sorry, to get both armies. Um, and this being a little start, probably one of them will be rubbish. But, like, whatever. Like, I'm super into it is my point. But I think... I think as a starter box, like this is the shame I think about it being a limited edition box is the the trailer as much as it's like whatever, like it's fine, like like that might be a way that you get new people in, like kids and stuff. Like I think it's quite an exciting thing to show like kids or uh, teenagers. Not the eight things video, which we'll get to in a minute. That's not something you want to show teenagers. Teenagers are mean. Nathan, you raised a couple of teenagers. They're not. Like the friendliest. I, mean, I would so. love to show my teenagers that video. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then we could go and meet that, go and meet the dudes inside the video. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So I love the box, but it obviously will be um, a limited edition one. Right. So we're going to talk through the Stormcast now. I don't know if you want to like look at it on your computer machine phone. Um, yeah. I'm looking at it. Okay. Only, so only there's what... time lag. So. Okay. Well, we've already, we, we've already talked about we've already talked about Yinchestra, the celestial spear, who's in the box. So a special character inside the box. Yeah. I think she looks awesome. Um, like I think she's awesome. But some of the stuff we haven't seen is this guy, uh, the Lord Imperitant with Griffhound. Yeah. Uh, the peerless leaders are the finest strategists in Sigmar's service, ruling the forces of the Stormcast Eternals, our one unstoppable war engine. Uh, he's got a cool little head helmet thing, and then he's also got. Uh, he looks like Trigger from Only Fools and Horses. I don't know if you've... Do you remember Only Fools and Horses? Uh, vaguely. I just remember that guy falling over through the bar. So, Trigger. Which one was Trigger? Trigger's the one who... who oh, worked wait. For, yeah, he, he worked for Trigger. 20 years with the same broom, but he had yeah. 18 different handles and 14 different heads. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Trigger. So, if uh, anyone hasn't watched Only Fools like and Horses, you should definitely watch it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah this... it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... He does look like Trigger, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah. To be fair, though, someone's going to look like Trigger. Yeah, probably. Trigger's... Surely you would run out of faces. Trigger's dad and his <laughs> son. <laughs> and they were all taken by Sigmar. They were. Uh, there's also a new Griffhound who's livid, furious, this Griffhound. He, uh, uh... he is unhappy, this Griffhound. Um, oh, we got some more classic rock standing of these models. But I think this guy's a cool model. 
like uh, yeah. like the little arch thing above his head uh, looks cool. He's got a fun stick. No idea what it does. Uh, if you're wondering, the Lord Imperative is indeed the main character who narrates the cinematic trailer. Thank you to Memdare for donating £11.66 to the show. What a wonderful gift. Thank you so much. I wonder what that was for. Please let us know in the chat. Uh, yeah, so there's this furious little grift hound. I'm quite happy with him. But I, overall, as a special character, I quite like him because he's very yeah. different looking and uh, straight away to the wing lady. Uh, and one of my biggest problems probably is the naming convention for, for Age of Sigmar. Uh, sorry, for the Stormcast. Because they're a bit like, what the hell, man? Lord Imperitant with Griffhound. That's hard to say on a stream. Yunstra, the Celestial Spear. That's hard to say on the stream. I'm kind of hoping she's rubbish, is what I'm going to say. Because um, I don't want to have to say that name on stream all the time and get mocked. Because apparently it's Barak Zilfin. Yeah. And you've been saying Zifflin all your life. <laughs> Since since you were knee high to a grasshopper, you came out the womb and said Zilfin or whatever the Zilfin, fucking out got, got me again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Rob. There, big love to you. Uh, loads and loads. Okay, so I like this model. What do you think of the model, or do you think it's just another Stormcast model? Where are you at with it? Yeah, uh, it's it is another Stormcast model, but yeah, it's it's cool. It's yeah, cool. it's yeah, I like his. He's got like a big parrot thing on his head, on his shoulder. Big parrot head on his shoulder. It's nice, yeah. Good for him. Uh, big shout out to Plymouth Trollslayers in the chat who helped me do coverage all weekend. What a wonderful human being. Uh, we both learned to say Hearthguard uh, over the weekend as well. It's taken us a while. It's not Hearthguard. <laughs> who knows? Uh, right, next up is the Knight Arcanum. Um, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not really sure how I feel about the Night Arcanum. She's got a haircut like a lot of girls have dated, uh, which is, which is quite cool. Uh, but it's the, it's the mask. Like I love everything about her. I love the scrolls. I love the book. I love the little potion vial thing. Whatever's going on there. I love that she's clearly a wizard, but she's an armored wizard. A battle mage. I'm into it. But then the mask. What do you think of the mask, man? Uh, I don't know. I've not read. Uh, it's all right. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't but hate it. I don't hate you, it. I'm just like it's. Can't like you just take cool. her without the mask? You can take her without the mask. Although I'm never yeah. going to ever try and paint faces, so I'm, I'm against again. I'm against so that. mask. It is then. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think mask. It is. Yeah. Uh, I, but I think She's it's cool. True. Yeah, she's pretty cool. She's got some books and scrolls and all sorts. Yeah, that must be a real effort. She's like, there's, she's carrying a lot around the waist, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Default was like, you're wrong. The mask is the best bit. I like the mask. That's not saying it's bad. <laughs> but I think she's awesome. I think, like, yep. it's, it, I think it maybe is more clear that she's a wizard. Like, if that makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah, of, yeah. of the accoutrements. I'm a fan of the accoutrements, is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, she's doing a wizard thing with her hand as well. She's not even holding a sword. Has she even got a sword? Yeah, yeah she's got a sword as well. She's got yeah. loads of stuff, man. She's like, that's what I'm saying. She's not running anywhere. If she's movement six, I'd be livid. There's no way. Like, yeah, well, and, and also, none of the Stormcast really are, are there? So, yeah. yeah, Kenny in the chat is saying, could we not get a backpack for these people? Like, what just... if you needed a tactical book? I don't know. I can't remember needing a tactical book. 
That's what I'm saying. I don't know even a time in antiquity where you needed a tactical book is my point. <laughs> Maybe if, if there's like a real annoying fly or something, then you could... Would that be classed as a tactical book? The book that you hit the fly with? Yeah, potentially. So there we go. Yeah, I've been told I'm also saying accoutrement wrong, and there's no T, and I'm a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, oh. All right, okay, well, that's fine. So then the Knight of Alexa, uh, so I like her, think she's great, think she's cool. Knight of Alexa with the banner of apotheosis um, is fine, but I don't... We've like... already got Knight Vixlers, hey, so this has got a new banner, though. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to say, because, like, well, I mean, this is the first question. Are mm-hmm. we having all the Stormcast be removed? Because this starter box, there'll be loads more. We already know that there are, like, Dragon Knights or something coming out at some point. There's, like, there's Dragon Riders or, like, I don't know. Like, we know there's Chariots. We'll talk about that later. There's loads more shit is what I'm saying. <coughs> I'm not saying it's shit. It's all brilliant stuff. But, like, what I'm saying is there's loads more stuff. So, my point is... Is, is the Stormcast Battle Tome going to be 833 War Scrolls? That's what I'm asking. Yes. Fuck. It's already about 792, so another 100 and odd. No problem. Uh, so there's a question There's a question uh, being asked in the chat by Slap My Bass and Call Me Dad. <laughs> yeah, great name. <laughs> is there a new codex for Stormcast Eternals? There is. Uh, the new Age of Sigmar 3 box set is being released in June. We think June the something, uh, whatever. Uh, so very soon, and then that will obviously be accompanied by a Stormcast Eternals battle tome. So if you do have one, you might be able to take it back. Uh, Games Workshop is normally quite nice against, uh, nice with that, so you should do that. Um, yeah, well, I like the banner. I think the banner's class. I like uh, I like the little like Sigmar face that we keep seeing all the time. I like these little additional shoulder pads as well. I yeah. don't know if you've like noticed these on some of the other models. I think they look really rad. Um, so they're quite fun from the different like disciplines and stuff that they have. So I think this is really cool. I think the model's great. I'm not really sure if I'm like super into banner dudes generally. Uh, oh, I, I kind think... of, oh, I kind of miss the banner dudes. The when we had BSPs, yeah, It'd be cool if we get BSPs. Tell me why. Why you're a fan of it? Battle standard bearers. Yeah. Uh don't know. Just like the fact that they. I used to like the just uh, maybe it was for the hobby because then I could just take a dude and just stick loads of flags on him. I had a dwarf dude and he had about seven flags. I reckon if the wind blew, he was gone. That might he might have been the first Caradron <laughs> before his time. He was <laughs> just got caught by an uptrap and he just fucked up. <laughs> gone. <coughs> um. Okay. Uh, also, uh, a little quick note, like segue. We could do it, talk about it later, but we'll just throw this in there now. So far, this is huge news. No news of a new app or there not being books. Great times. Great times. Great times. So. Yes. Keep the app. Keep, keep the, the app. Books on and also keep the, the books. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. that we can read. And also them. War Scroll Builder. On my telephone machine, yes. Yeah, and also War Scroll Builder. Yes, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Don't, no one builds Azir app uh, wetness, anyway. Anyway, this guy looks awesome. Uh, the Knight of Alexa with the banner of Apotheosis. 
um, radiates. He radiates something, so he's going to have an aura ability. Uh, Rura, thanks for subscribing. I would guess, I would guess that with the ability for for units only be able to be uh, be affected by one command point per turn in Age of Sigmar three, or per turn or per phase, who knows? Um, you would assume that there'll be more aura abilities. Thank you very much to Mamdev for donating five gift subscriptions in the chat. Big love to you. Uh, Mamdev does a podcast called Part of the Oil Points if you guys want to go check it out. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. I've been catching up on that and the back that uh, back catalog of his stuff. There's some some good stuff in there. Budtastic Guy and Jeff are fabulous. <laughs> really good. That's a great combo. I'm in. I'm in too. Uh, right, so um, what, what was my point going to be? What was I saying? Just for this. Nate? I don't know. I wasn't listening to you. I was thinking about Mamde's podcast. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> there was going to be something good. Fuck. Oh, command uh, abilities and auras. Command abilities yes. and auras. Yeah, so... Yeah. If your if your unit's only uh, only able to be affected by one command ability per phase and or turn, I can't remember like what it might be, or like because I've read it on a, uh, a leak forum thing, um, then the including inc- uh, inclusion there's a word of auras is probably going to be more important. So these guys giving auras out while you, like so let's say it was like plus one to hit or five up DPR or whatever then that would be really impactful because that's another way to get a buff. So it might be more about movement and auras and ranges other than just, like, you know, holding within X. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it, they're all different buffs, but because they've, they're not commandable. So command abilities are a type of buff, but you can only have one of them, maybe, according yeah. to the potato in the sky. And that, But then if you can get other buffs on, then that, they are allowed to to also happen. At the as same said, time, yeah, as long as from... they're not command abilities, as long as you're not told what to do, you can do it. Exactly. If you're more like, if you just presence. feel it, yeah, 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 you feel, you vibe it, you yeah, vibe yeah, yeah. it. You think, oh, look at that flag that really inspires me to not die, and then you just don't die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just vibe, arrows, just vibe with arrow it. straight to the forehead. Look at that flag, and then the arrow just falls out. Like that Wolver- was scene. Maybe Wolverine uh, did that. <laughs> just didn't want to die. He didn't want to die, but he did in Logan. Uh, spoilers. Saw that flag. Oh, yeah. David That's Smith, me. thank you very much for donating five gift subscriptions to the chat. That's super nice of you. Thanks everyone for doing that. Like incredibly kind. You don't have to do that. Uh, I think we're on the third unit now, Nathan. So we're we're racing along. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Nobody can stop us. We're like a train. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever stopped a train, or maybe maybe that's not a good analogy. Analogies are really fucking shit, anyway. So we should not analogize. Yeah, we should not analogize because ladders yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I mean, talking about Warhammer is nothing like a train. Who the hell would have said that? And you can stop trains easy. They robbed them all the time. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. It's like uh, building brick walls just doesn't make sense. Nathan's right. Thanks to Gargant Ballbag for donating a gift subscription in the chat uh, to Wes and also to Stonk84 for donate, uh, for subscribing for the first time. That's great. Uh, next up with the Praetors, these elite and stylish bodyguards. Can we discuss the description there? Not to slow us down, but also I must. Stylish 
I think they look great. They've got a nice little tog. They've got a cool cape. I'm not saying they're not, but is that really like part of what we're wanting? Like, is that a pitch? Like, what? is that? Well, some people like stylish stuff. I'm not saying. I'm not but, saying I mean, people don't. I do. I'm just saying. I is that don't. what we want in the soldier? But I'm more interested. Why Stogs decided to subscribe now? I mean, Who? that Stonks guy. Stonks why did like, he? Why did Stonks subscribe right at this moment? Yeah, for the first time. Imagine being this. This is now when I need to subscribe <laughs> when they're talking about stylish Stormcast. <laughs> or maybe it was before when we were talking about auras and flags. Yeah, yeah, I think, I, that, yeah, I I guess. think that was. He that got was done the, by the flag. Yep. He got, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. He, he, yeah, do you yeah. know what he did, Nate? He felt our aura. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. <laughs> got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sleek, <laughs> sleek. Well, I actually really like. I really, really like these models. Maybe it's my my uh, aggressive penchant towards Games Workshop, but I think being told that they're stylish makes me feel they're not stylish. Uh, yeah, uh, it's stylish. Something that is subjective objective like can you i think it's who subjective. who who decides if something's stylish and if somebody decides can somebody else say no and also be right can they both be right and then i don't i, I like the models though is what i okay, think i'm gonna good. say because right, i don't uh, know what the answer is there this guy's pretty cool he's got like a like a bit of like metal like grungy metal like banged in his forehead which i think is wicked also I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but I'm kind of like really into halberds. Not like weirdly into halberds. Like I would say, <laughs> I would go, I would say, I would go as far as to say that I'm interested in and like, but I wouldn't say I'm like it wouldn't. I wouldn't put it in a weird place. But I would say that they're pretty cool ass weapons, right? Like more than a spear or a lance. Like they're a bit like meh. I don't know. I like a spear. I think I prefer a spear to a halberd. Uh, I've got what? no truck, no truck with lances. Yeah, no Those truck vague. with lances. Lances yeah, are that... right out. Yeah. But why would you prefer a spear to a halberd? Because halberd's got loads of shit going on on the end. It's just too much stuff. Just a spear is all you need. You spear for poking people, and then if you want to chop stuff, get an axe. If, trying it's to like do an axe though. It's, both. it's utility. You've got loads of options. Bit of a stabber, bit of a chopper. Like all no. sorts of options. Get a chopper, get a stabber, and I think it's better to have two things to do two different right. jobs. Well, either way, I'm in love with these models. I just like yeah. to point out, I'm in love with them. I think that they're fantastic, especially this guy with this wide ass pose. Someone in just chat has just said that they've got Mad Phoenix uh, guard vibes. I'd say that I could kind of see that. The cloaks are wicked. Uh, is, is it a unit of three? I don't know if the box only has three of them, which means that you probably can only take them units of five. So useless or something who knows but i think that they're i think that they're really wicked i again i've said this on the show before i like the whole new stormcast aesthetic really into it um and i'm gonna say the word streaking rhyme a lot on this show probably uh but like the head the head i would just change up the head other than that but i think they're cool is that cool. stylish is it streaking grime mm. pretty stylish i would like i, I think grime is stylish yeah i think grime is stylish Gr the music <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like grime. Uh, right, yeah. so annihilators. So this is the next unit. So these are our like Terminator equivalents. Uh, we've seen these guys before. We talked about them on the show, so we don't have to like talk about them too much. Do you like them? I'm pro them. 
I'm pro them. I love the hammers. The hammers are wicked. They're the big chunky guys. Yeah. Yeah. Big I mean, yeah, they, they look uh, proper beefy, don't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think the Stormcast range, uh, I think it's an improvement. It's still not, most of it's not my cup of tea, but I, I can appreciate what it is and it's, it's good. See what's interesting so, about yeah. these is these make you feel very much more like the 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 like the, the, they look more like Stormcast we already know because Stormcast we already know are like quite like giganticized and a bit like too chonky, right? Um, yeah, yeah. But these are obviously like chonkier versus like, the new more slimmed down Stormcast. So like I, I, I like them. I think they're wicked. I like shields. I think yeah. they're really cool. Um, I really like that. Do all of them have? They have this kind of um, scale armor underneath their armor, which I think is wicked. Oh yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Fun. Yeah, yeah, so I like these, the Annihilators. The Vindicators cool. we talked about before in the show, they're the Battleline guys. And, and that's that side of the box, although there is more Stormcast to talk about in a bit. But I think they're all brilliant. And like, I would like to say, like, as someone who's never liked really the aesthetic for Stormcast, that 11 out of 10, right up there. Like, I wouldn't do any of this gold stuff. I would, like, I would go real, like, uh, medieval on them, like, you know, some, like, silver plate and stuff, and I'd get some streaking grime on it, and um uh there's a I, i've talked about this a few times on the show there's a instagrammer who does paintings luton but not that guy i get his name wrong all the time lutheran or something i can't fucking remember uh but that guy he does like he's done, he's been doing a um a city called amberfall so he's been doing um uh designing uh a, like he's basically just been doing a cities of sigma army and oh, okay he's, and he's been using streaking grime and he's been making it all old worldy and a bit like grim and like gross and I'm fucking all about it, and I am gonna 100% uh, gonna do this, like for this this army. I think like, like like I'll get the box, but just because I want the box, like it's an Age of Sigmar like starter box, so I think I want it because I want both sides. And then if they end up being like super trash, then I won't really get into them. But if they're not, then I'm just gonna use them as like a fun painting project. I think that they're like cool. Fun. Yeah, Lutheran 99. That's the one Fisher painter. Like really good. Re- like he's super cool. Uh, all right, so yeah, what do you think about the new So Stormcast? where's that on YouTube? You Instagram. Instagram. TikTok? Oh, okay. Have you got your TikTok yet? No. <laughs> okay, let me uh, let me see if I've got this right. Yeah, I'll send it to you on... Uh, do you want me to message you to you now while we're live? Just yeah, go on then. Yep. I'll just do that. Let me just share it to you. He's got 6,000, nearly 7,000 uh, dudes, duders, who follow him. I was thought you were going to say he's got seven thousand cities of Sigmar men. No, I think he's painted like three of them. Like he like he like does like whole plans. Um, let me just there you go. I've just WhatsApped it to you, dude. Uh, there you go. So that's good. Uh, thanks, Worman, cool. for subscribing. Thanks. Uh, and before TSN board went, our oh, great point. I don't know. I'll reach out to him actually and just see um, and see what's going on there. Nice. That's what I'll do. Uh, the Cruel Boys Uruks are next, anyway. Yeah. But my point is, I'm mega into these. I think they look cool. fucking lush, the Stormcast. Cruel Boys Uruks, though, uh, I'd just like to know I'm a little bit on the fence about these. Oh, yeah? Yeah, huh? What fence? I don't know if I really love them or I weirdly love them and it's going to get quite sexual, is what I'm saying. Like, I'm either, I'm either an 11 out of 10 or... Let's not talk to Rob about these guys. Yeah, it gets awkward. Yeah, so it's like 24 or 5 out of 10. Yeah, yeah I get like, uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
little bit over the top. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about them? I really like them a lot. Yeah. I, yeah. So, yeah, they were on uh, Stuart's little phone machine whilst we were playing our game, and they were very distracting to see uh, doing their thing in the corner. And then um, James brought them over on his bigger computer machine and then showed us bigger pictures, and they were great. And how yeah. do you feel about it? Yeah, I mean, they just look awesome. They look proper nasty, nasty, nasty pieces of work that are going to have a great time stabbing people. Ah, oh, they're good. Um, I think the... We'll go through the units one by one. If you yeah, want. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do this that. Need to, this is yeah. I need to stop the show right now. Uh, because at the end of this section, Nathan, yeah, we'll be talking about the fact that the cool boys are seem to have some dark masters. Oh, them, yeah, 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 dark <laughs> masters. Yeah. Now little... I think a lot of people are excited for me. If any of you don't know, I'm a bit of a chaos dwarf stan. I love them. Is how I would describe myself. A lover, a fighter, a, a romancer of the chaos dwarfs. Short, angry fellas are what I really love which is why i like most of you huge fan <laughs> huge fan covered in beards bit of hate in their heart they remind me of me very excited about them and they basically have tipped their hats and said that they're coming out and i am i i, I was doing the coverage at the weekend so i haven't had time to like by the way this show for you guys all at home to know this is me emotionally processing i haven't had any time to absorb any of this so this is the show where we're doing it and i am furiously excited like, like. Also, obviously, some of you might not know. There's a bit of like a little bit of an underhand bit of news here. The 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 PDF, which has been by Mattletone for three years, uh, with one spell, uh, which was basically uh, Arcane Bolt, brilliant fucking spell. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. Is the exciting part is the 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 person who wrote that is a really good friend, uh, Collect Tales Source as well, really good friend of the lead developer of Age of Sigmar. And he's going to want his new stuff to be good, right? And that means my stuff's going to be good. And I am very excited, is my point. I don't. So you know how normally you're like, I want... Oh, look, we'll talk about separate later. Like, maybe it's a bit much. I want them to be so fucking broke. Like, I want them to be like... I want, I like, I want, like for a year, I want people to be like, oh, I don't want to play that guy. He's got Chaos Dwarfs. I want that. I want the stats to be dumb. 80% win rate. I want the rage. I want them to do a billion things. So I just want you to know that's where I want them. Healthy for the... Unhealthy for the game. That's where I'd like them to be, Nate. Unhealthy. People are like, do you want it to be the bin or the sin guy? I want it to be the sin guy having done loads of crack. That's what I want them to be. Fucking wild. <laughs> just want, just, there you just, go. Just well, to be team. clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to show. Yeah. Teams can come true. Well, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, I just I just need to get that little two minutes. I just need to get that two minutes out for myself because uh, yeah, only deals mortal wounds. Every attack is only a mortal wound. That's what it. Two up armor saves whole army. There we go. Really excited yeah. about that. Right, rule boy. Let's talk about these guys, the cruel boys Uruks. What do you think of the name, cruel boys? Yeah, and they're Uruks, definitely. They are yeah, they're Uruks and they're cruel boys. Oh yeah, it's nice and simple. I think it probably. Does what it says on the tin. 
So, yeah, I can't complain. I don't know. I hadn't really thought about the name, but yeah, I, I've got no nothing against it. I think actually quite a good name. What do you think? I think it's a good name. I think it's cool. And also you can be like, cruel boys for summer and stuff like that. Like, There's a load of songs you can throw this into, like I think, which is nice. So you can make yourself some uh, TikTok videos on this. So I, I think it's good. Um, uh, yeah, I'm into it. Like sneaky Uruks that look cool. I think the aesthetic is phenomenal. They obviously look a, a lot like Tolkien sort of Uruks. Uh, orcs, I think. Um, and almost, I would say, based on some of the art, a lot of the conversation was about Fermir. And I don't know if anyone has collected any Fermir. I have. And they do have a, like an almost Fermir-esque look to them. Like the more like elongated <coughs> lower jaw and the kind of like the longer head uh, in the artwork, at least, which I think is cool. They're not like... They're not like... Uh, yeah, they're not like a full Vermeer, but they've, they've got that look to them, I think. And also Vermeer generally had those, we're going to get to the fact that they've got lower legs and kind of long bods. Again, more Vermeer-esque. So yeah, short legs. So I think that they tie in. They're, I think that they're like they're like doing Vermeer, but they're not doing Vermeer. And they were like swamp creatures anyway, like boggle butts or whatever. So I, I, I'm, I'm pro them. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot like of them. words. Mm. Uh, so leading the cruel boys from the bogs, are the sadistic killer boss warlords. Uh, I guess, uh, how do you feel about the gits having to share the, the bogs and the swamps and the dank holds now, potentially with some new fellas? Well, yeah, I, th- I think it's all right. I, these, the uh, the Gloomspite are, are quite into dampy, danky places. And a lot of their stuff is underground. Um, and where they are above ground they have the gloom around them. So uh, f- probably a very similar habitat. So hopefully they, uh, maybe, maybe there'll be a little bit of crossover. I don't know. I'm not too bothered either way, but yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't mind. I don't mind sharing a bit of space of, as long as there's room for both of us. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Right. So the influential killer bosses often ride a ferocious bog hound into battle. Great name. The beast slavering jaws and lopping speed make them well worth the trouble and possible loss of limb taming. Uh, there's the bog hound, which is like a pretty gross looking rat dude, uh, I think. And it's got, it's got that derpy uh, leg again uh, that you saw on um, the Dracos. But what do you think yeah. of this guy? What do you think of his model? Twitch chat, big love to you. Oh, it is a mole rat. It's like a naked mole rat. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. so what, do you think, what do you think, Nate? Oh, they're proper fierce, aren't they? And... Yeah, oh, just the, the whole aesthetic is they're really grim, and you can see they are cruel as well. So, oh, I mean, yeah, they look scary. So I'm in. I like them one thousand percent. Me too. I mean, this is basically going to be the review. Me and Nathan saying that we're in one thousand percent. It's unreal. Like. Obviously the, the shields rule... are cool as well, aren't they? Yeah, man. So... Yeah, the shields are so cool. Like, that shield is wicked. I like all of the bits. You know, these, like, like there's a lot of detail. Like, the designers have clearly gone mental. Uh, yeah. a bit like we saw with the Grave Lord. So there's all sorts of bits. Some which I might clip off a little bit just there. The guy, this guy is just... Oh, incredible. the Shaman is so, so good. Uh, uh, the Swamp, Scala, Shaman, and, and Potgrot. 
<laughs> Repulsive, even by the standards of the cruel boys, Swamp Caller Wizards channel the <coughs> magics of the swamp into toxins and vile elixirs to aid their kin. Uh, so there you could go. So uh, the, the, the Uruk, and then the little git with him. Nate, the little git with him. This is you and me. You're the wizard. Look at you Look with all this. Look at me just stirring the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking let's go. This is brilliant, right? Yeah. This guy. I mean, oh, that, yeah, that wizard is fantastic. His stick is great. His fucking whatever he's doing without spilling out there. Just the whole thing. Oh, Nate, yes. you know the guy on the kill the on the killer uh, on the on the Nash tooth. He's yeah, got a little talisman around his neck, right? As does okay. the the swamp gobbler, uh, or whatever pot grot man. Um, and is that a chaos dwarf symbol? Whoa, baby, is it? Is it? Uh, who knows? Um, but anyway, yeah, this this <laughs> this wizard <laughs> looks. At, this this guy looks great. I like the little mask that they have on all of the. So have they said what the mask is about? Because they've got the little mask with the tongue on this one, and then they've got like the mask is kind of like a belly plate here on this guy. Have they said? Uh, yeah, uh, I think it's supposed to be their own faces. They try and make their own faces on their shields or on their their thing. So if you look at the the shield. You can see it. You can see it sort of does tie into the dude a little bit, uh, especially if you have the special mushrooms to help stuff like that happen. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the paint job, man? It's fucking lush. Yeah. Yeah. I just I've uh, <sighs> struggled like to it. find. Yeah. Struggled to find anything. Uh, that I don't like about them. They're just so good. Like, yeah, all of the little bits of shit that he's carrying with him, his his stick with the, the hand on it. Oh, man. I like his staff. I'm, I'm, I'm really into staffs. Yeah. Really into staffs his... on the wizards. I think that that's a cool little feature. And he's just yeah. of like, again, accoutrements. Uh, yeah. I said that wrong, but that said. Um, that guy. Oh, this guy is so good. The next guy with the axe. That is an evil axe. Yeah, it is. Killer boss, uh, every killer boss is ruthless, ambitious, having backstabbed, poisoned, and otherwise disposed of anything that stood between them and their leadership goals. Which is f- So what is the story with like their little mate who goes with them? So college shamers never leave home without a pot grot to stir the heady brew. <coughs> so you know that the grot's life is for the victory party. So this is a pot grot. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, look at the intern. First day on the job. <laughs> Come on, Potgrot. Fucking brilliant. Brilliant. I would buy like six Potgrots and they would be my objective markers. I'd be like, you got to go to the Potgrot. Fucking get over there. The Potgrot is a winner in my book. Uh- <laughs> oh, so what's the other guy then? This vicious warlord is also accompanied by a brave little fella who's super, who's super into stabbing things and be king kicked in front of them. Uh, what's his name? Stabgrot, isn't it? Is he? This vicious warlord is accompanied by a brave little fellow who's super into stabbing things and can be kicked in front of a blow meant for a killer boss. Killer oh. boss with Stabgrot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Stabgrot, yeah. Potgrot, Stabgrot. Oh, brilliant. Oh, By the way, it's the first time I'm reading this. I just want everyone to know. I'm fucking in love. Like, this is yeah. so cool. Uh, I've saved this for myself just for tonight. It's so good. Yeah, so he's going to, like, take a wound for the boss or whatever? Who gives a fuck? 
That's yeah, it's probably give like some mortal wound save or yeah, something like that. It's... The shields That's are wicked. So aren't they? good. Yeah, the so, so good. Yeah. What colour do you think you do the shields? Would you go for that red still? It's either quite... I I it's either the red or possibly yellow, like a dirty yellow. But oh, I really, nice. I quite like the red. I don't think I think I would probably just stick with that. I might make the skin on the grots like they've gone for a real pale skin. I think I'd still try and make them like an intense green or maybe even more intense green than the normal green that I do. So I'd like to see that um what's her name? Louise Sudgeon, is it? Paint. Oh yeah, Louise, yeah. yeah. She she works for Warhammer TV now. She does oh, uh, okay. their videos and stuff, yeah. Not the not the eight one. We haven't talked about that, but yeah, we'll do it that soon. <laughs> anyway, so he's great. Uh Merc Knob with Belcher Banner uh is holding aloft icons wrought in the form of Kragnos, the living earthquake. These strange devices offer protection against enemy magic. So this is another banner, uh, and flood the battlefield. Uh, and they've gone for a lot like I love that they've got a dwarf head now uh, on the banner that's yeah. cool and like a human head and like like some little zombie stick that they've had this guy is like super creepy and weird I so I think I think I actually heard some of the talking when they were talking about this guy apparently it's like a special beast in the swamp that they go and kill and cut the tongue out and it carries on giving out smoke Cool. So it's like a smoking banner. So he's got a special tongue stick that he carries a tongue around on, and it and it smokes the the marsh smokes the bog bog mists come out. Bog of the mists tongue. come out of it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that sounds like yeah, like it that's going to be a like fucking a, nightmare to paint yeah. as well. Like that's a fucking a... nightmare. There's there's like four faces on it, like. I can't paint one face, let alone four fucking faces. Anyway. Oh, this so is good. Was, but the expression on that guy's face is so good. What do you, what do you mean? Like, what, what, do, what emotion is he expressing, do you think? Oh, he really wants to fuck somebody up. <laughs> he does. He does 100% have that. <laughs> or maybe he doesn't like carrying a stick with a tongue on it. But either way, he's proper grumpy. Yeah. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, he looks great. Uh, now we've got the Manskewer Bolt Boys. Uruks who embrace ranged weaponry are rare. Destruction with guns? What? Oh, yeah. But they can be found <laughs> among the... Cr- yeah, special guns. They can mm-hmm. be found among the Cruel Boys. Bolt Boys coat the jagged tips of each bolt in a potent poison, mostly because they enjoy the death spasms of the toxin co- that the toxin causes. As you've seen in the cinematic trailer above, they're indeed Oryx with deadly aim. One of them bullseyed a Lord Imperitan. Are we going to see like two pluses to hit on these boys? Like, so what do you think of... Oh, Twitch they'll probably and... do mortal wounds or something if they stand still. I reckon they'll just be exactly the same as uh, a, a Vanguard Raptor with long strike crossbow, right? Uh, I, d- I doubt they'll hit on twos or whatever it is that they do. You but doubt it'll... it? Yeah, I doubt that, but uh, I doubt they'll be as accurate, but hopefully they wound on fucking twos or something like that, and then maybe sixes to hit, do you like mortal wounds or something as well? Yeah, so same, as like, the, same as the long strikes. 
Yeah, but they hit on twos, don't they? So fucking accurate bastards. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. I think number one, the models are great, and this is where we get into it, right? With the the detail, the detail is big and heavy on these, right? They look. Yeah. They've been painted so nice, like really nice, but and they've definitely done like I don't know. Yeah, they look great. Really, really good. Then you've got Gut Rippers, which look like the regular troops, right? Armed with poison blades and scare shields, mobs of these troops compromise the stinking heart of the Cruel Boys' armies. So this is our battle line unit, uh, these boys. And they look great. Yeah. Great, great, great. They've got, the, they've got, oh, they've got spears for you, so you should be happy about that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I do like uh, spears on your general infantry. Uh, or I, yeah, I do like stabbers too, but yeah, these are sweet. Yeah, so they, good. They mm. look so good, right? Yeah. The shields again, fantastic. And yeah, like that guy at the top there with the bare head. Again, another real grumpy face. The helmets are cool. <laughs> I'm in. <Yeah. laughs> the helmets are cool. Helmets are cool. Uh, yeah, they're nice, right? Yeah, really into this. And again, great opportunity for some streaking grime on this guy. Um, and we'll see, we'll see what their actual profiles are like when they come out. And then you've got, what is this? What's going on here, Nate? Hobgrot Slitters. What? Yeah. So um, the, them's the little short fellas, the ones. So they've got, a, like, their armor is totally different style to all the rest of them. It is. It's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's very fucking chaos dwarfy, isn't it? <laughs> I turned so... myself an army in plastic. Oh <laughs> shit, son! You can... Oh my god, no one will take the piss out of me anymore. Well, they will. Uh, yeah, Other we reasons. will. Yeah, Other yeah. reasons, but no, same reason. But still, yeah, they're. I mean, yeah. Again, I don't know why they've painted these in a in a different color skin though. I would have just kept them all the same color. But or the... gone. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, or gone a different. I don't like the color of these guys' skin so much. The, the paint skin job. Tone. Yeah. So yeah. I would have got darker green, like real intense. But so, like, explain it to me, right? Like, how does this work, right? So you've got these guys in destruction and they're grots, but their masters yeah. are chaos dwarfs. No, they're not masters. They're not. They just trade with the chaos dwarfs. They you trade don't with them. Yeah, you don't have to have them as your masters to trade with somebody. Okay. Not anymore. Yeah, okay. I personally think that they're uh, uh, they're not very good sculpts, is what I'm going to say. Like, I can kind of yeah. see what... Yeah, I can kind of see what they did with the, what they went for for the armor, because it's more angular, right? Like, yeah. It's more, like, severe, and it's, like, it's not suited for them, I guess. But then I think that, like, their body shape is also done as angular, which, like, because yeah, I... that's what... That's what lean, like their body shape looks more angular and weird and less like the Uruks of above. I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, they just look like they're, well, they're grots, aren't they? They're more grots than orcs, these ones. And they just look like they, uh, they're proper evil little bastards. They're really shank somebody, them would. Yeah, they would. They'd murder. They'd murder the hell yeah. out of them, right? They're really murderous. I yeah, I I like their faces. Their body proportions, like you say, are very similar though. Really short legs. Um, I think to the body. So got quite a long torso, with how long the legs are still. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the aesthetic that they've gone for with all of these cruel fellas. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I quite like the models. Even the, even the, they, they will stand out quite a bit from the other boys because their armor is significantly different to them. But I don't yeah, mind but... that. I, I don't mind having an army that has different, like different sections that look totally different. So yeah, it makes sense, right? Especially ha- like with, ha- especially ha- with the theme. I like the the guy yeah. that's in charge with his like cruel hook and stuff. And I also like why everyone is saying that they're hobs, right? So they're diminutive allies of the Cruels boys, hobgrots, lobstrange, explosive devices, and wicked daggers. So they're like they're not grots, right? They're hobgrots. They're dirty other grots, which I think is cool. Yeah, it's just a type of grot that's yeah. And like uh, Chemex is saying, they're intermediary, intermediaries between Chaos Dwarves and the Hobo Masters. Uh, and thank you to the PCG video for subscribing for the first time. Us discussing Hobgrots is what really got you. Uh, really into that. Thanks for hanging out. That's cool. cool. Uh, what else yeah, I mean, the... Go on. these guys might be the masters of, the, of those Chaos Dwarves. The tables will have turned. <laughs> Imagine my face. I've been fucking livid. <laughs> Yeah, I'd never have to hear the end of it, bro. Oh, yeah. sorry, boss. Oh, my <laughs> God. Take this hand grenade, please. <laughs> please, sir. Take this hand grenade. Uh, take this hand grenade. I like the daggers and stuff. That's cool. Uh, I'm excited to see the Chaos Dwarfs now. And like the fact that they alluded to it means that, like, you know, there's not long away for it. Like, maybe within the next year. And that's really exciting. Uh, there's a book. The core yeah. book is out, um, which lets us talk about some other stuff here. Um, and this is where we get into uh, some more models. Uh, oh no, let's do the models, and then we'll talk about the video because there's still some more models. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah. what's next after this? What's after Dominion? After the box? Well, of course there'll be a Stormcast battle tome. Of course it'll be a Cruel Boys battle tome. Um, so those will be the first ones out, and then we'll be seeing some new models as well. So this this knight judicator with Griffhounds, these masterful archers of the Stormcast rain arrows on the battlefield. They can also direct the gaze of Sigmar himself to unleash his wrath, whatever that means. Uh, and they've got some cool new aggressive Griffhounds here. Um, yeah, those two Griffhounds are great. Oh, I like this model. This is probably my favorite of all the Stormcasts. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah it's proper cool. The Knight Judicator. The two Griffhounds are great. I mean, I, I, I prefer that side of the Stormcast. So, like, I've got a small vanguard force with the hunters and stuff mm-hmm. which I, yeah I, I like those models so yeah i'm into the sky i like them yeah. okay all right well yeah i like I, I like this lady and or guy too i think it's i think it's a very cool model and i like that they've they've they put it on a longer base they've gone cool we're not going to put a hero model on like a 30 or whatever they're just gonna well, i like yeah. it anyway yeah, yeah it's, it's the same similar base to the long strike raptors i think they've all got those long thin bases but those two griffons are fantastic yes agreed super dynamic okay all so right easy so, to break. so next up the storm strike chariot uh i'll let you go first on this weathered in celestial energy that binds the foes that blinds their foes, so they're minus one to hit. The Stormcast Eternals of the Angelus Conclave employ swift Griff Charge chariots as potent line breakers. How do you feel about the chariot? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice to see chariots back. So yeah, I'm in. Nice. Okay, it'd be nice to see them and uh, yeah, shoot it with my massive crossbows. Yeah, you will. All my dudes. Throw hand grenades at it with my hobgrots. This might unfortunately now become the best chariot in Age of Sigmar, uh, replacing our previous uh, winner, which was, of course, the Corpse Cart. 
because it is officially a chariot. They they now know uh, what chariots are. They're two wheels and they're pulled by something, so they've they've smashed it. I don't like the chariot, is what I'm going to say. Oh yeah, um, but that's just the one I don't like, really. Like I don't know why I'm like like what they're gonna do like run some stuff down I don't know I, they haven't written any good chariot rules before that make me like I, I don't really I don't I, I just like I don't really get chariots in war anyway like if that makes sense it's been a while hasn't it really it's been yeah. a while them them Egyptians and Hittites they were all they into loved that them. stuff yeah yeah like I watched um. Uh, was it Gods and Masters or whatever it was, the one with Christian Bale, and they all had a bunch of chariots, and they just looked it's just a bit crap, aren't they? And also, like, you got to be a proper fancy lad to have a chariot, and I'm like, fucking, I don't want no fancy lads like, right. hanging out with me. Hmm. All right, then. Do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that's definitely... I'm just saying that probably the chariots were owned by, like, like I'd have been, like, a bread maker or a bog grot. Like, what's the pot grot? That's me. Pot grot, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, Sheepster. I would never been able to earn get enough money to get chariot. myself a chariot. I don't have chariot money, is what I'm trying to say. So I just maybe I'm just a bit <coughs> anti-chariot. Yeah. I yeah, I mean I I did I used to like playing with the wolf chariots. So I don't I don't hate chariots. I don't uh, hate chariots. I just don't know if like, no. I feel comfortable around chariots. I think is more where I'm at. But, yeah, anyway. fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, and then the be- so now that's the Stormcast, and then there's the Beast Skewer Kill Bow. Cruel Boys may be more cunning than most, but they still Uruks at the end of the day. The fact they made this ridiculous massive crossbow is a fine example. Kill Bows are deadly to both large monsters and masses of foot troops, shooting straight through several at once. How yeah. do you feel about the, uh, this, this big fella? Oh, he looks so good. Yeah? Oh, <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I knew that, when I saw that they were getting, like, massive crossbars, I was like, oh, great, I can just use my fucking spear chucker. But, no, I think that model is so good, fucking spear chucker can go on the in, on eBay, and this fella can, this fella can be who he is. He's, yeah, uh, it is, yeah, I mean, it's obviously not, uh, very uh, uh, realistic and all of that shit. But oh, whatever, man. It I doesn't don't matter. Give, it doesn't yeah, have to be, right? It's a grot thing. Yeah, I mean, the other best war machine is obviously a squid gobber. So there we go. We can have squid gobber <laughs> and fucking big boy shooting sticks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, having a great sticks. time. Yeah. yeah, this is a great model. This is a great model. Really busy as well. Really busy. But I think oh, yeah, yeah. Great. Loads of stuff. But yeah, I can't I mean, imagine you're f- going to have many. But, ooh, and what the fuck is this guy? Point. A breaker boss on my boot, Trogoth. Those war... <laughs> those, those, oh, wait, hold on. You've been reminding the chat, Nate. Calm down. There's a squid gobber. You've forgotten about the Arachnorok flinger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet war machine. That's a sweet war machine. Hells yeah. <laughs> Hells yeah, it is. Right, okay. <laughs> right, look. Uh, the breaker boss on my boot, Trogoth. Those war leaders oh. who succeeded in bending the Trogoth <laughs> to their will are powerful indeed. The Breaker Boss will goad these lumbering behemoths into battle, literally pointing them in the direction of the enemy and letting them vent their rage. Uh, what do you make of this phenomenal... I don't want to tip you out on this. This yes. phenomenal, gorgeous, 
sexy, <laughs> wicked model. How do you right. feel? How do you feel about it? Look at the face on that fella. Oh, he's a beautiful beast. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Uh, Master Blaster. This is great. This guy is... Yeah, he's proper cool. Uh, yeah, 10 out of 10. He's fun. Yeah, I like him. Uh, yeah. I don't know what else to say. It's just great. I want to run him around. And, yeah, me too. Uh, me too. No idea what he is. <laughs> smash stuff. Uh, yeah, he's just run him into whatever. He just yeah. So just Game Show have started doing this thing. Scary. I don't know if you've I don't know if you've noticed, right? You had the 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 Teclian model, sorry, Lumineth Realm Lords model, and you also had the Snesh model as well. They've really started to like stick models on top of models. They're really about yeah. one guy riding another guy's head. Yeah, but this this is this this is head and shoulders above those other fellas. Yeah. Where's them twins now? Bring them here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to eat him up. His rock's great. I love the paint job. I think that they've been really, really, really smart with the paint job. I think it's very evocative and really grimdark. Uh, and then there's a book coming out by Darius Hinks. Darius, by the way, lovely fella. Just a little side note from everyone working at his workshop. Does a load of art and then started writing at the same time. So... Um, I'm quite excited that it's Darius doing the work. Stormcast versus these. Um, when will Dominion be here? It'll be here in June, uh, is what we've discovered. So that's the kind of rules. So like, it's very exciting. I think there's. I, I quickly throw a negative out there, like a plaster. I'll rip it off. The fact that it's a limited edition box is really shitty because some people won't get one, and that's rough. But also, and I think also, this is my my main point. It's such a cool box. Why don't you have that on the shelf all the time? It's just, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, if there's a kid, or not even a kid, whoever, a grown man, whatever, woman, what, you know, anyone walks into it and goes, I'd like to get into Age of Sigmar, I'd be like, how kick-ass is this box? And they'd be like, fuck yeah, this box is fucking mint. Like, mm. that's my biggest gripe with the fact that it's a limited edition box, is that it's so good, why wouldn't you want that to be your pitch for everyone else, right? Yeah. Like, because it's, it's wicked. He was like, give me that. Give me that. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it seems strange. I mean, I'm uh, trying try to think of the starter boxes that I used to know. So, like, Battle for Skull Pass was, 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 was the first one I ever bought. And that was right at the end of the edition that I bought that. So, but, I mean, those boxes, and then there was the Isle of whatever the thing with the High Elves and the Rats. Which were all, they were pretty good boxes, those, but the this box just looks, ah, just 1,000% very nice compared very to Very lovely, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it does seem strange, because those obviously ran throughout the edition, and you were able to get them even in following editions, so... Yeah, seems seems strange. There must be a reason for it, but I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, so will Stormcast and Cruel Boys? I would say we don't know if there's going to be like a follow-up starter box or anything like that. It doesn't say anything yeah. uh, about that. Um, I think listening to this show, you guys are going to be aware that me and Nathan are just in love with the box and also uh, with AOS. Unfortunately, Nathan, we have to move on to the rules, and that's where like uh, and we re we review the rules a lot we rarely do one of these shows actually which is like been really lovely so thanks nate uh, and twitch chat for hanging out with us and youtube thugs and mm. also all of the guys 
um, listening to the podcast, my Hydro homies. We rarely get to do this show because when we review the rules, this is where, unfortunately, sometimes the enthusiasm deflates because you want to use all of them, right? But like sometimes stuff just isn't great. Uh, like, and that, that sometimes lowers your enthusiasm a bit, is all I'm going to say, which is okay. a bit disappointing. I don't, like, do you agree with that, or do you think that's not true and that's just me being a bitch? Yeah, I, I know. I think uh, some people might pick up a certain model and think, yeah, this looks really great, and then paint it up and take it to the table, and maybe it doesn't do what uh, what you expect it to do. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think, yeah, I think... yeah there, there's obviously some disappointment. I mean, sometimes it's just because whoever's trying to use it is a, doesn't know what they're doing. Or sometimes, you know, the rules are they suck. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, which, I mean, brings us nicely into the review for the Kragnos book in a moment. But before we do, we've learned some eight new things about Age of Sigmar. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to press play on this video. I don't know if anyone has... Do you know what? I won't even show the video because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for all of us as is how we, this video got made. Uh, a quick <laughs> review. It's a disembodied voice of a god king speaking to a painting presenter who's pretending to be five. Not sure. Uh, and it's rubbish. Um, like, probably the worst <laughs> thing... Okay, yeah, no, I'll make this statement and a challenge on it. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in the hobby. That's our, what I'll put out there. I don't know if you've got any thoughts or feelings on that name i don't know it yeah it's uh when you watch it you feel uh, uh you can feel the cringe uh it's a little bit embarrassing that's all yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if it's the worst thing i haven't been keeping the tally but yeah it's uh yeah it's not good why but like the yeah, anyway. I don't uh, know. Was... Yeah, I don't understand why they went for that thing, but there we go. Was uh, was there a similar video for the Spacemen one? I'm for just going to turn the light on. Yeah. No. 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 But, no. Like, did they tell you eight new things or something yeah, like that? Yeah, they did. They did do that video, but it wasn't. It wasn't whatever this was. This is. Oh, okay. You know, we were talking about. You know, earlier on we were talking about stylish. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. Was, it is not stylish. Is what I'm going to say. I know you like who decides, but yeah, I think most people would decide. <laughs> it's not stylish. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what did yeah. you say? Uh, <laughs> um, this might be the one time that you could say it would be worth looking for rotten tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it looks like a nice big thick book. The new book, right? Which is cool. Uh, yeah. We just keep skipping through this video so none of us have to witness it again. Uh, the heroes, so we're hearing some rules. The heroes are more heroic. Doesn't mean anything, but we have heard this. As we go into the review quickly for Battletome Kragnos, uh, we've heard that heroes, that uh, the one of the suggestions that's been made uh, for the book that hasn't been released in Age of Sigmar 3 and has been released into Age of Sigmar 2 is that the points for the models that we have War Scrolls for in these, like Kragnos, uh, Kragnos, Kragnos, Kragnote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the argument is, is that they're actually the points for Age of Sigmar 3, which seems asinine as an argument, because of course, this is Age of Sigmar 2. Age of Sigmar 3 is coming, where they'll change the points for many things, I assume. But it seems, uh, I don't, like, it's weird, like, to be told, you just don't know why 
And it's like, okay, tell us why. It's like, we can't tell you why. It's like, well, it's really your job to do that is the point. Yeah. So weird is what I'm going to say. Mm. Um, but right. Anyway, heroes are more heroic. We're not sure what that means, but heroes are more heroic. Okay. So that's uh, that's something so interesting. That, there. that was point one, was it? Point one. Heroes are more heroic. Point two. Oh, no, that's point one. Point one was actually it's the best rule set ever. <laughs> okay. We will be the judge of that. Uh, point two was heroes are more heroic. Uh, they all get new capes, is a suggestion from Chris, which is a great one. It's great seeing uh, Chris as well. I'm about to talk about Larry old Chris. And it's not going to go well, so if you want to put fingers in your ears, I don't know how you feel about it. Uh, number three, monstrous damage. Okay. don't know what that means either. It's probably not very fun to go through, uh, but we'll do it anyway. Monstrous damage. They probably meant this video. Is what so, they meant. Monsters yeah. damage to the eyes. <laughs> so monsters can do things and heroes can do things. Yes. I mean, they already can, but more things yeah. probably. They right? do more things. Yeah, yeah. So it's, they're going to be more important in your armies. Heroes yeah. and monsters. Yeah, they so said that if you're a hero be... and a monster. Oh, then you're oh, in yeah, you've big good. stonks. So if you're riding on a Murtrogoth. Yeah, Murtrogoth. Yeah, you're probably in for a good time. Uh, yeah, if you're a hero. Yeah, uh, if you're a hero. Yeah, they said they'll, or, they'll do a shout, or or they could do uh, some other th- a stomp. So we could see all sorts of stuff. Well, we'll see how impactful there are when we see the rules. Um, uh, so are these going to be like what? What the, the, they used to be called? Uh, where you had a rule, special rule, special rules. Thunder stomp, universal yeah. special rules. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to have those for monsters and heroes. It sounds like we are, Nate. Going Universal back to special them. rules. Yeah. Mm. 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 Yeah. Shouting and stomping. Shouting and stomping. You like that? Well, I like shouting and stomping. Well, I mean, uh, in the game. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good. So then, number four, the second is the new first. So going second in your turn gets you uh, different. Uh, okay. So uh, they're going to... Buff up the people that go second in the battle round. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. We don't know yeah. how, though. Maybe they'll be more stylish. Maybe they second. will be more stylish. <laughs> <laughs> I've somehow unfocused my camera. I don't know how I even did that. I'm going to get closer. Uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> it's meant to be turned off. I'm going to deal with this. Uh, so, so, yeah, you get, you get two command points for going second, don't you? And then one command point for going first or whatever it is. Um, so like you, it's based on command points. So there's that. Uh, next one is oh no, I accidentally pressed play on the video. Uh, no more downtime. So I guess this is. It feels like this is the key feature, and actually maybe leads into a conversation about um, whatever his name is, Severith. So one of the things I guess what that they're trying to do is make it so that in my turn, like let's say you and me and Nath, you and me are playing Nate, in my yeah. turn you are like you're able to do things so it's that both players are always able to do something in both turns okay how do you feel about that do you feel that there's a bit of an issue there because maybe you like won't like make uh, things longer it, it, yeah that's a obvious uh, possibility i was thinking uh game time might be longer especially for me I think I was the last person on all the tables to finish over the weekend. But uh, yeah, it's I. I'm very. 
I'm interested. Obviously, if it works, it sounds fun that you're doing more stuff and you're not just stood there watching. But mm-hmm. uh, like you say, uh, all those interruptions are going to take time and there's going to be decision making to make like, oh, wait a second. Before you do that, I've got to decide if I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, and then, there you go. then you decide, then you think about it for 10 minutes and say, no, actually, I don't think I'll do that thing. I'll save it for the next time you try and do something. Yeah. And then it won't happen. And so um, that's a bit of a worry. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, until we see the details, we can't really decide. It sounds interesting, but it sounds like it might be a more complicated way of playing the game. So that's not necessarily always a good thing. But on the converse, it's not always a bad thing. So, I guess I guess what they're trying to avoid is watching the Lumineth do a hero phase with a billion spells or whatever the situation. Then you get to do something. I guess the real problem though is they wrote they could, the Lumineth could do all that stuff in the first place. Like, yeah, like the, they're really, yeah, the they're really dictating be, the pace. Like, yeah, it's the super problem weird. would be then that the Lumineth can do all that stuff in your turn and in their turn. So then that would be a problem. Like, if you've got, oh, I'm a mega gargant, here's my hero phase. Right, moving on. Then the Lumineth phase says, no, wait a second, I'm going to interrupt you doing nothing, and I'm going to do all of this. And then they open the book, and three hours later, you can move on to your movement phase, and then finally you've finished your turn, and then you get into their hero phase, and then they do all of that stuff again. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the worry. But it might not come to pass that way it shall not come it may not come to pass more <laughs> on that later so it sounds like that they're planning on you be... doing your yeah you doing more stuff in your opponent's yeah. turn um i think we saw at the weekend actually with speckles trying to chase around that severith i don't i personally don't think that is a positive uh, i really don't i think something like a charge reaction is fine um you know like in 40k obviously you had like um uh, overwatch and stuff stuff like that is okay or like you know a command ability that you activate that's yours in in the combat phase or whatever, but I, like I really don't think like me doing multiple things through the course of my opponent's turn is a positive. Um, so yeah, like I, I'm I'm not a fan. So hopefully they're just reactive stuff as opposed to like yeah, yeah. anything long term. Yeah, exactly. We're just guessing at the moment. So they've just said there's going to be more stuff for you to do in your yeah. play in your opponent's turn. So uh, could be fun. Could be fun. Could but be fun. They're making it sound fun. So hopefully they're yeah. Hopefully it is. Uh, right, uh, so that you, it says you can do more with magic. Uh, it says endless spells are back and they're able to move in each hero phase. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Again, I want to see the mechanics because that, yeah, that could uh, that could be really spicy. That could be very very spicy, uh, depending on what's uh, have like yeah on how it works. Uh, some of those endless spells move really far. Like yeah. and moving in each hero phase, that means if they're moving in each hero phase, that means they're no longer happening between battle rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went. Will we still have the between battle round phase? Maybe it sounds like that's going. Yeah, cool. So, uh, how do you decide who moves what and all of that? They're probably changing the war scrolls on the spells. Maybe, maybe not we'll to see. account for this. Mm. So, yeah, uh, exciting. I do. Uh, I, yeah, I like endless spells. I've I've enjoyed playing with them. 
but although I've seen a few people not enjoy the experience of playing against them. So, yeah, we'll see. So, Combat Face Podcast has asked, you guys follow the tournament scene. Are Endless Spells t- still taken or are they a rarity now? They're definitely still taken. One of the most... Yeah. One of the most popular, if not the most popular, is probably actually Spell Portal over Geminids. Or the game that you could you could set yourself up for doing so much stuff and uh, uh, trap your opponent into doing things with their in the spells as well. Mm. So uh, yeah, it's again until we see the details. Uh, but it's exciting that they're doing something with that. I guess so. Let's find out what. Agreed. Okay, all right, so uh, new ways to build your army. No idea what that means, so we can just move on uh, from that. Uh, that's fine. Uh, and then the ultimate narrative campaign. That's right, Nathan. Not just path to glory, paths to glory. Paths to glory. Oh, there's multiple ways to get there. Multiple yes. paths to glory. Uh, we yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's great. That, that means they're going to be in between every war scroll in the book. They're going to be all there over There will the be paths there and paths here everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Every time you turn a page, it's going to be another Path to Glory page in between the pages. <laughs> all right. Uh, just in the interest of time, uh, let's move on to the Kragnos War Scroll. But overall, Age of Sigmar 3, I'm excited for at least the models. Obviously, until we know all the rules, we have no idea. So you can't like really know. So like we'd just be guessing. So let's not fucking do that because that sounds rubbish. Uh, and instead, Nate, let's talk about uh, the. Let's do our quick review on uh, Battle Tome Kragnos. Uh, if you cool. fancy it, do you fancy it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where's the? Where is it? Oh, it's uh, on the, them. Uh, it's one of them leaks, bruv. Ah, um, okay. So uh, we'll we'll quickly talk through some of the. I mean, we could just. Do you want to leave it? Because it's late. Should we just leave the whole thing for next week with Dan and and James, and we could talk it through? Because like there is like. If you want a quick TLDR, Croak can't run a Bellwind anymore, and he's easier to kill, and probably at his points value, you won't <coughs> this is, I'll, I'll fire through it for you, if you want. Quick yeah, yeah. review. Yeah? They hilariously made the Beast Lord worse for no particular reason, took his command ability to be an ability, and made him five points more expensive. Hopefully that's because it's important in Age of Sigmar 3, in same conversation. And they made the Jabba Slide worse. <laughs> uh, so that... took his command ability and just made it a normal ability. Yes, sir. An aura oh, ability, okay. and then didn't give him a command ability. No. So the Beast of Chaos update was to make the army worse. Twice. Well, the aura ability thing is good, though, isn't it? If you, well, you don't have to command spend ability. Yeah. If you don't have to spend command points. It's weird because a lot. Uh, there were a few War Scrolls that where they just don't have command abilities, where they used to have command abilities, mm-hmm. and you've got heroes that don't have command abilities now. So yeah. it seems to be a trend. So. It, that does point to something in Age of Sigma 3. Maybe there'll be more generic command abilities that you'll be that'll be so good that's where you're going to spend your money. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so that's, that was the Beast of Chaos update. Exciting one. Yeah, uh, probably, yeah. probably, probably the the one ever, Kragnos we found out was 760 points. Um, like I've already said mine. What do you think of 760? Uh, that's too many points. Far too many points. <laughs> Way too many fucking points, man. <laughs> like, I don't care that he's a hero. I don't care that he's a monster. He can't fly. He doesn't have a DPR save. Uh, so, 706 points. What do you think would have been fair? We talked about this already, but what do you think? I don't know. About 500 points, I reckon. He's a couple fair. hundred points over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, there's, so, that's that. Um, what's next? Uh, the... 
So Craig lost way too many points and rubbish. Uh, so they updated a Lariel's War Scroll. So me and Owen talked about this a little bit yesterday, and they also created yeah. a Fluty Guy. The Fluty Guy, I think, is truly shit. Like, it's 275 points. Like, oh, he does some combat attacks and he flies. He's, yeah, two, yeah, 275 points. He's got, like, this aura of plus one, minus one bravery. Like, honestly. Is he a wizard? He's a wizard. He's a two-cast wizard that knows all the spells. But he's got a nine-inch oh, spell. Bad. And so this is the situation with, this is the situation with oh, Sylvaneth. The nine-inch yeah. spell that you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, I'll TLDR, I'll TLDR Sylvaneth. Basically, there were two builds, yeah? Sylvaneth were like, I hope I can cast one spell, yeah? One spell, which allows me to do one spell. Their entire book was, I want to do Throne of Vines. A whole book was, I'll do Throne of Vines or I'll lose. What a hilariously badly written battle tome that sucks ass sucks just fucking sucks so what you would want to do is like if you wanted to make it more interesting you change the sub factions around like i know uh this sub faction pick one oak and brow right that's going to give you like plus one attack on um uh once per game each one of your colonel thunter units can strike twice cool yeah like so then you're taking colonel thunters and then another one that like let's bow hunters shoot twice because there's a command ability you're like all right fine like that's pretty fun another <coughs> one where your uh, let's say all of your Durthus always fight at the top bracket. That's a cool one. Like you could do that. And instead, they just gave Alario a two D six heal. They up upgraded her points so she costs more. Didn't give her a DPR. Sucks ass. Like so, hate the Sylvaneth update. I think it's awful, 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 awful. They changed the trees around a little bit, which was a huge positive. So instead of taking three, you only put one. Oh, put okay, one. that's good. The artifact Chris isn't shoot twice though. The artifact is reroll hits, which is not the same. Um. Uh. Yeah. Uh, can auto cast throne on him. Like that's the point. Like Chris, I don't think that the entire battle tome should be casting throne of vines or not. Right. And that's in the world of Nagash, Croak, um, Host Arcanum. That's just like auto unbind that spell. Just sucks. But you can have more trees on the board. So that's a positive because that was. A so you can grow them in little lumps now. Yeah, little ones if so. you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Apart from like, to, in order to draw a line across it, three inches to block line of sight. Oh, yeah, but you can use them for movement still. Yes, and the bonuses that you get for being near them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Chris, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, Chris is right. The Warsome could be useful because it's better than nothing, but they did nothing to make Sylvaneth more competitive. They did nothing for the internal parity of the book. They made Alariel a god who can die in a round to loads of different stuff versus Marathi, who's cheaper, who can never die like in three rounds or Archeon who's more expensive but like kicks the fuck out of stuff like she's in this weird place where she's loads of points but just sucks like and you already everything you already have is shit <laughs> like you already have like everything's crap like and I'm a, you know I'm a big Sylvaneth stan right like a big Sylvaneth yeah. stan just it's all crap like it's a crap update and it's really upsetting like really really upsetting um, and, and the arguments that we don't understand because it applies to Age of Sigmar 3 is embarrassing for the people who are making it, like I think. Like, they should be embarrassed of themselves for having that conversation in public with other people. So, like, I don't think that's very good. Croak, though, has got this thing where basically you roll, if he takes any damage per phase, so that's Sylvaneth, Wildwoods are better, everything else is still trash. Uh, Croak, he got his War Scroll updated. He's got plus two to cast now, which is obviously huge. Knows all of the spells that he's got. Really great. Like, yeah, yeah really, really strong. great. But, but he's now gone to 18 wounds. And if he takes any wounds, and he doesn't have a DPR save anymore, so that's gone. And if he takes any wounds, 
in a phase, you roll 3d6, you add the number of wounds he's taken, and then if he rolls 18 or more, he's dead. Ah, cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a fun mechanic. Well, also can be frustrating of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 20 plus. Thanks, Kevin Cabra. It's 20 plus. Um, 20 plus. Yeah. (laughs) Right, so... (laughs) but it's kind of awkward because you probably wouldn't take him much in match play, I don't think, nowadays, because one of the things that you'd be like, like, because you can't really risk it, right? Like, if you can just lob, I don't know, two spells at him, or, I mean, that'd be hard because obviously he's, he's a great caster. But, like, if you, like, throw a bunch of shots at him and he just spikes the roll. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Be interesting. But then he heals, yeah, he, he heals all of those wounds if he doesn't die. Yeah. If you do, so yeah. the average to kill him, the average to kill him is you need to do 10 wounds. That's the kind of math. If you start doing yeah. 10, then he should go down. And obviously but he can still to... pass off wounds to those fucking temple cards. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, yeah that's uh, right. I yeah, think I you're still seeing I Honestly, I would like to run him because I think I think it's actually quite a very... Pretty, pretty modelled as well, isn't it? The new model. So yeah, I yeah, think you'll I... see him. No, and I agree with you. And also, I think it would be really fun to play with. I think it would be really, yeah. really fun to play with. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, like... yeah. I think I like the sound of that that thing. I can see it'll be frustrating sometimes, but it sounds fun. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think I think that would actually be really fun and enjoyable to play around with like, and to mm. play. And also, most importantly, the update is great for the game as a whole. Cool. Like, it's good that he's worse. <laughs> like, if if yeah. you think he's worse, you might not think he's worse, but it's it's at least at least good that he's more expensive. How how about we put it that way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good that he's more more expensive. Uh, he's got a more of a fun rule to him. He's probably still fairly uh, nasty to play against, but you're paying more points for him, so he probably won't get as much stuff. And he's, uh, lost his, he's lost being on the Bellwind, so he's lost six inches to that big aura spell. Yeah, good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, positives. Yeah, positives. Yeah, yeah. Sounds big fun. Big positives yeah. on the book. Uh, so, uh, so, we've done Sylvaneth. Kragnos is rubbish. Uh, Sylvaneth's rubbish. Based on the points is what I'd like oh, to Oh, is he a out. monster? I see somebody saying he's got... He's going to get... Is he, he's not a monster, though, no, is he? he doesn't have a monster, does he? No. I don't think he has a monster no. keyword. Okay, good. Um, but and more heroic stuff, because... Heroic stuff is coming. Exactly. exactly. And he'll let's do stop. it in your turn. Let's stop there. <laughs> let's stop there. I can't be bothered with the rest. Uh, let's stop there. That's fine. Um, but yeah, like I mean, it's weird because we know Age of Sigmar 3 is coming out, so it almost feels like everything that's inside of it is invalid. But I, I, I think it's a general positive that the that, that Croak is, is at least more expensive. I think also technically kind of easier to kill, basically. Yeah. Uh, he knows all the slam spells. So there's this new thing. The Tree Revenant thing also knows all the spells. So there's this new thing they're doing where, like, Law Masters, where they know all of the spells That'll from the law. Yeah. I think that's actually, I think that's actually really cool being on unique units. Oh, the Snesh models, I think, suck uh, loads, if that helps. Okay. Yeah. Somebody told me the Helpets have got fun stuff. And uh, I've yeah, been, Mona, obviously, I've just... been playing the whole the Helpets, so, yeah. Let's talk about it next week. Let's talk about Mulder yeah, yeah. next week and the Helpets. How's that sound? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that Mulder list is really good. I've been playing it like a complete idiot, but yeah, I think it's good. It's fun to play with, and uh, I think it's better than the results I've got with it. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. I I think uh, I think it's interesting the hell pits. They're really good into Mortec. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when I, I took them to yeah. Northern Ireland, right? I took one hell pit yeah. to Northern Ireland, and I, uh, oh, I threw them. Yeah, <laughs> I threw them in. <laughs> I threw them into some Mortec. I did like twenty-one mortal wounds or something. It was so fucking fun. So man. good. Yeah, so I know. Good. Oh yeah. I took mine into a load of uh, iron breakers and just took them off. Just really? sat on. Yeah, so good. Uh, well, listen, uh, let's let's call it a day there because uh, it's been a while, and uh, and we could talk about the Kragnos book more if you guys are like, oh, I'm unhappy with that. We'll talk about it more. We will talk about it in detail next week, and I'll give some reasoning behind some of this in more detail. But like, it's not out yet, is it? No, it's only it's on also, order at the moment. Also, like it's, it's like it's not worth talking about. Uh, oh, the fox. Do you know what? I'll talk about the fox. No, I'll talk about the fox later in the week. Um, although I'll quickly, Nate, I'll quickly throw it to you because this is yeah. wild. You've seen Severith and how he moves in the enemy yeah. movement phase. Yeah, I know a lot of people have been saying uh, he's not worth the points, but I think he's just got so much utility and. And I think he does a fair amount of damage. And he can turn off fucking terrain pieces. I I still think he's worth the points. And I bet people are just going to... The more you play with him, the more shit you're going to get up to with that. Man, like, he do, like, that's the thing, right? I don't even want to have the conversation about, like... Like, we can have the conversation, like, I don't think that you should be allowed to move in your opponent's movement phase or shooting phase or whatever the fuck it is. It's at the end of the <laughs> shooting phase, specifically. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I don't, like... <laughs> Like, there's the conversation done. I don't think you should. I don't think it's fun or interactive for anyone. Conversation had. The fact you can't charge it, I think, is wild. The fact that you can make someone not pile in is what you can do. And yeah. then and then your weapons are three-inch range. And you can pile in, not charge in. And then you can move away at the end. Like, uh, like, yeah. we'll, like so we'll talk. Because he can use the six-inch pile in from the hurricane. Yeah. Dudes, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. But like this I don't want to have the conversation about like it being bent, right? Like mm-hmm. or it not being worth its points or whatever. Just my mind's on fire watching it play Nath. Like it's everywhere. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like at like, least he's unique. But he but is yeah, an absolute like, bastard. Yeah. And I guess like uh, do you know what? I guess in a in a in a world where Alariel exists, not Alariel, fuck, bless her. One day, one day you pour, pour riding a beetle around like, uh, look at that fox. She fucking sucks so hard, man. I was reading it. I was like, yes, Alario, we're gonna get it. I read it. I was like, what the fuck? Like, do they not understand that? Like, Marathi can't die. Yeah, Godrak's way cheaper. No one takes him anyway. But whatever, right? Uh, Archeon has got a four up ignore against mortal wounds, a four up ignore against spells, and you reroll sixes to hit against him. He's only like a fucking hundred points more. Malariel's like, like, and also everyone's like, oh yeah, she's such a good caster. I'm like, is she? What does how did she get plus one to cast? And they're like, oh, I don't have plus one to cast. I'm like, reroll to casts, reroll to nothing, fucking nothing. She just got sixteen wounds and a fucking beetle <laughs> and loads of hope. Yeah, like. Like a techless, techless just does four. He's got a mortal wound protection bubble for his not a, mortal, a spell protection bubble for his whole army. Anyway, I could talk about it forever how shit it is, but it doesn't matter. Um, Gash also got a four. How many points has she compared to Techless anyway? She's seven hundred and forty points of pure rage-inducing shitness, Nate. 
And like how much is Declos? The same? Less six sixty. Oh, okay. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, anyway, right. Um, but the but ignore every. I don't want to like this. Isn't a criticism of the fucking fox. Although there's some in there, but we'll do that another time. It's just crazy watching it happen. Like crazy shit, man. Like honestly, I was like, should I just go buy like three foxes? Like, cause, but you know the normal you... foxes can't do that. Well, they, do they also move in the sheet at the end of the sheet? Yeah. Was only... Oh my word! All of them do it. All of them do it. Oh my word! <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what's crazy is—is is, you remember when we started playing AOS two and they put the other spells out, and you and me just fucking took loads, and we didn't have a fucking clue what was happening. Like yeah, during the. Yeah, yeah. Like, we were casting spells, and we were like, maybe when it gets to priority, I'll move this there. Like, we were trying to be clever, but we had, like, it was just fucking madness. And we had no Just clue. see what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And <laughs> then it's the... like, oh, wait a sec, you could do this and block that. And then and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah, the same. Yeah, there's just so much, so much stuff. It's madness. Does... Like, and, yeah, and like, kind of. Stuff. Yeah, it, maybe it's too much stuff, but it's kind of fun to watch. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, super like, fun to play with. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. It must be so fun to play with, and it must be fucking awful to play against. <laughs> like, awful. Like, every single one of my armies for the rest of time is going to have, like, I might turn up to the first Warhammer World event, fucking full red jacket, white jodhpurs, big black boots, <laughs> with a fucking beagle. Yeah, next to me. <laughs> flock of hounds. <laughs> flock of hounds. And just a load of fucking guns. And then we're like, your army's shit. I'm like, it's shit until I see a fox. And then I'm going for it. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm going to run. I'm going to run, like, what's the, you know, the Cities of Sigmar battalion with all the pistoliers. I'm going to paint them all like fucking fox hunters, which was really hard not to make a joke about doing professional T-sports coverage at the weekend. All of it. That yeah. fucker needs to die. I might make that my Age of Sigmar 3 mission, just hunting foxes. It's just like, yeah. it's, it's it's fucked, but it's really funny <laughs> that how fucked it is. Like, yeah. it's super fucked. Um, yeah. Man, you should play against it. You'll lose your fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, the new hidden agenda mission. I might put up like a kill count. Kill the fox. Whoever can kill the fox. Yeah, because of five up DPR as well. Eh? Yeah. Five up DPR, three hundred points though. How many wounds? Ten wounds. Ten wounds. Somewhere there. I think it's ten wounds. Yeah. Oh, by the yeah, way, it was, so it was a really fun they, game where, where they got healing as well. Eh? Yeah, there was a really fun game where Matt Goddersbrook yeah. stuck him on stuck him on terrain, so he got plus one save, and then he gave him some aether quartz, so he had a two up save, and then an entire Seraphon army shot at him. And he was like, lol jokes can't hurt me. Like, <laughs> it just fucking was indestructible. <laughs> it was fucking great. Like, I loved it. I loved it. But I also hated it because I was like, one day I'm going to play that fuck and I am going to lose my whole shit. Like, my whole shit will be lost. He'll be like, oh yeah, I've charged in. You can't pile in. My weapons are three inches. Also, by the way, I'm leaving now 24 inches this way. In my next turn, I'm going to cap your objective, which you're nowhere fucking near. Fuck you. You suck dick. Like, that's what, like, like what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> hey, oh. anyway, right, let's go. Let's go. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. 
uh, to the Honest Wargamer. We like you guys a lot, and I like Nathan Prescott. I miss Dan and James, and I love to have a place where I talk about the hobby that I love in all of the ways that I love it. Uh, I love models and stuff. I hate shitty rules. I love great rules. Um, I love Nathan Prescott. Uh, I love you guys, and it's great to be able to do this for a job. So thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Thanks for listening to the podcast and staying hydrated, and thanks for being a YouTube thug. Uh, it's a wonderful community to be a part of, uh, which is... I mean, pretty much all you could really want out of life, I guess. So thanks for doing that. Nathan, you got any shout-outs you want to give? Oh, I'm going to shout-out James, the guy that's normally on the show with us. Mm-hmm. For the weekend, uh, Warhammer, that was great. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I'm shouting him out too. He's great. Uh, so, yeah, he's great. And Dan and everyone, you're all brilliant. Uh, oh, no, yeah. my special shout-out. My special shout-out obviously goes to my stream crew from the wo- weekend. So Math Mallow, Jojo stream Rabbit... Team. Yeah, stream team. Uh, Math Mallow, Jojo Rabbit, uh, Scriv Vision, Scrivo, uh, and then, of course, wonderful Danger Dan. Uh, so all of those. We couldn't have done the weekend without them. And and, and, and also the teams. The team that stepped up. We had a team uh, bottle it. Uh, Saturday night, the message was 9 o'clock, WS10. They were like, oh, we can't do it, Rob. We're not brave enough. We just can't play. Uh, we just <laughs> we just don't have the courage to play against the Bad Moon Loons. And I can kind of understand that. The Bad Moon Loons are pretty sexy. So I'm hoping next year WS10 finds some courage. It's a good name. It's a good name. It's a good name. They didn't have any gits, though. Bad Moon Loons. Yeah. Um, And so, but then a random team... Through the WS10 guys. Yeah, a random team stepped in, which was great. Uh, And we had a great day at Warhammer. Yeah. All right, uh, we're out. Well, you got to see Stickles play again. Right, uh, we're going. Talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Unsport Gamer. We'll see you soon.